0: Are you a fan of the band Ice Nine Kills? What about the horror movies that inspire them? Well, if you are, you're in the right place. Welcome to Silver Screams and Horror Scenes. i'm matt and i'm austin and welcome to the show uh this is the show where we take a look at the silver scream albums by ice nine kills which every song is based on a different horror movie that i probably haven't seen probably and that austin's never heard the songs to nope so we are on the i think 13th track right now i don't know i don't not good with numbers oh lucky number 13 has it been this many songs already Uh, I I believe this is thirteen. I can double check right now, but I'm not going to. Okay, okay. (laughs) Thirteen. I think it's track number thirteen,
1: but we've only done ten like legit songs or slash movies.
0: Yeah. Yep. Because of the the first two songs didn't count. Yeah, they do, but they don't. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, um, on the last episode, we covered the song "Worst Vacation," which was inspired by the movie Hostile. And on this episode, we're going to cover a different song in a different album or movie. Uh. Oh, no, not the different album. Matt,
1: you forgot the name of the show already. <laughs> ah. that, that's Matt going into rage mode right now. <laughs> oh, I was going into Pee Wee Herman mode. <laughs> yeah, ah. That is rage. That's your upgrade is Pee Wee Herman mode. <laughs>
0: I, Sometimes it just happens. I guess man. that just makes me Frenchish. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> but so Austin, being the horror aficionado that he is for the show here, mm-hmm. uh, each episode I like to start it off by asking him a horror question. Austin's horror question,
2: Mamma Mia. Oh, I know a lot about horrors. Trust me. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, that wasn't it? Oh then
0: I then I studied for the wrong test, sir. I, I apologize. Um that's okay. You know, just just wing it. Try your best. Yeah. I'm sure you'll do okay. fine. And if you if you fail, we'll just hold you back a year.
2: Oh no. I knew that was gonna happen again.
0: <laughs> it was bound to happen sometime, Austin. Yeah. Well third grade again, I guess. Well, let's see if Austin will pass or not. Um I've got my horror question for you. If you're ready, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you're even gonna have an answer to this, but are there any horror movies that you've wanted to watch but haven't had the chance to yet? Oh, easily, yeah, dude. I'm that way with a bunch of movies. I, I think we talked about. Um,
1: I, I think we've talked about on the show that like there's just so many obscure stuff I've seen, but no like important movies that I should have saw seen until like way later um okay what movies haven't i seen i did watch nightbreed uh not that long ago i felt like that was a must-have i feel like there's a more important must-have um terrifier was away for a while but we did talk about how i did watch that again um did i still haven't yeah i haven't seen any i can't think of anything like Huge, like old, but as for recent, I've been meaning to see uh, the new X movie and like that whole series. Uh, Oh,
0: okay, yeah, me too. Yeah,
1: so far, I've been meaning to watch that. That's on my checklist. I think it's mostly been new movies because I do want to go see Terrifier 2. I have not watched that yet, I've been meaning to, right? But um, as for like old movies, um, I think I've seen all the important ones. I think I finally, if you would ask me this, like. Maybe five years ago, I would probably have more uh, to say. But
0: Austin, we Mm. didn't do this show five years ago.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Were both albums even out (laughs) five years ago? I know this one wasn't.
0: No, (laughs) I don't think either of them were. We could have done the show, but it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, and I would have definitely
1: uh, been really uh, disappointed in myself with my answer. But no, luckily I've caught up. (laughs) cuz one of the ones i hadn't seen for the longest time was actually alien. Uh i've watched all the predator movies. What? Yeah. And i didn't i didn't watch alien. I just because mostly like my mom didn't have it on VHS. I never caught it on TV. Um but one of our theaters was playing a bunch of old movies scheduled throughout the year and i saw it. And So the first time i saw it was actually in the theater, like technically
0: that's that's pretty awesome. first time I saw it was in a shitty two bedroom apartment that I lived in
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i and i it was awesome. It was a great experience. I didn't realize how much more of a sci fi movie that was than a horror movie at uh at the first half of it. That's what really oh, yeah i I don't think I would have enjoyed it if I would have watched it the same age I watched most of these other movies because like um, I think I probably would have found it boring at first. uh I probably would have been a kid that loved aliens over that. And then, uh, I mean,
0: yeah the the first one's kind of a slow burn.
1: Yeah, to me, I compare it to Terminator. It's like the first one's a horror movie, the second one's an action movie. Um,
0: oh, Oh, one hundred percent.
1: And uh, but yeah, because I I think like as I got older, I appreciated more like oldies like sci fi space adventure stories. So then, like when I watched that, it it fit that need and the horror monster need at the same time. And I was like, oh my god, why haven't I seen this?
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of crazy to
2: me yeah. honestly yeah
1: it as much pop culture as it was but yeah i just didn't get around to it for the longest time
0: well hell yeah i, I think that was a a more uh expanded upon answer than i thought i was gonna have because i yeah. thought you were gonna be like i've seen them all right <laughs> right and it's like no it's like there's actually a lot and a lot of people
1: like you they'll know like a lot of people they'll be experts but i notice like something that's really common they're like i don't really care for that or i have or i happen to have missed that
0: and it's like oh really really but uh but yet you yet you own the evil bong movies oh yeah yes sir (laughs) (laughs) well hell yeah um did you happen to have a matt's music question for matt this week
1: actually no i have a matt's music question for austin this week um
0: Okay, Austin, would you like to take this one?
1: Yeah. So, Austin, uh, <laughs> what was probably the first band you listened? to? No, it's uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> That's music question. So you've been to
0: concerts, right? Been to concerts? Yeah. Yeah, as said before. Uh, what was probably the most recent show you've been to? Oh, the most recent. Yeah. Um the mo- the most recent show I went to was in Lansing uh, last month at Max Bar uh which just reopened and I'm so fucking glad about it cuz they're a great venue. Uh but I saw this band I really love from Texas called Riley. Okay. They're kind of a smaller band, but uh they made it up here and so I brought a bunch of friends who had never heard of them and we all had a great time and I got to hang out with the band for a little bit and shoot the shit. Uh <laughs> <hell> yeah! <laughs> so it was them it was them, this band, Seaholm from Michigan, who put on a fucking great show. I I knew about them, but I never really listened to them. Mm-hmm. But one of the funnest live shows I've seen in years, uh, they were just fucking funny. Like, they did this one song, and then after they were done, they were like, let's do it faster, and played the same song again, but like double speed.
1: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. they had They had a wheel that they had on stage, you know, like a... Uh, like a prize wheel like a wheel wheel of fortune wheel yeah yeah and uh it was called wheel of sea home and they'd have someone come up and spin it and it would choose what song they played next oh that's amazing it was just a fun time yeah Yeah. and then uh, yeah and then uh riley was fucking killer they're great i've been listening to them for years so i was really happy to see them finally uh and so i i messaged riley on twitter the band Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, uh, I ordered a vinyl from you guys, but I haven't gotten it yet. Can I bring something else to the show to have you guys sign? And they were like, yeah. So I brought a DVD copy of Herbie Fully Loaded, uh, which I got signed by both bands Riley and Seaholm. So that is now in my possession.
1: Yeah, I love that you had, like, I, I, I've i almost like forgotten everything and focused on the Herbie DVD um i love that you had that in hand like i love how out of place that is but it's like it was
0: the first thing that came to mind (laughs) i was like what should i have them sign
1: but my favorite thing about that is is if like anybody has a reason to get rid of stuff in your house like
0: it's like no we keep but we keep that dvd case it's like but why but like did you see the autograph that's on it (laughs) but uh i remember while they were signing it this kid walked up and he was like what do you guys have to do with that movie? And they were like, "Oh, nothing." <laughs> like, oh wow. Yeah. So it was, it was a good time. And- <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, so you were on the soundtrack or something? No, not, <laughs> no, I had no, nothing not really. to do with this. <laughs> but uh, I, I am now. Yeah. The, I, I'm pretty clear. I'm pretty certain that I'm the only person in the world that owns a copy of Herbie Fully Loaded signed by those bands. It's like the only one in existence. That'll go for a lot of money. For now. (laughs) They they might sign more down the road. Who knows? Especially once Lindsay Lohan dies, like that's going to be up in value. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite signatures on there, they crossed out the L in Lohan and turned it into a G. So now it's Lindsay Gohan. (laughs)
1: Oh, no. And then you should have drawn, like, a little Gohan, like, next right. to it. That's Actually, maybe that's what they intended. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the most recent show I went to. It was a blast. It was, like, the first small show I've been to in, like, five years due to COVID. So, it was great. Yeah. And
2: how long ago was that? Uh, a couple weeks. Maybe a month. Oh. Yeah. Heck yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a really good time.
2: You should listen to those bands. I will. I definitely will much later. Uh, And I will hopefully be on the prize.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Speaking of listening to bands, though, I think it's time we listen to a certain little band here.
2: What band is that, man? Uh, They're called Hootie and the Blowfish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, A E Y, and
0: sometimes you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not listening to '90s alternative rock. We're listening to 2010s alternative rock. <laughs> uh, I was really looking forward to Helmet and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Well, that's that's too bad. I'm sorry. Not even Collective Soul. You're gonna listen to Ice Nine Kills, and you're gonna enjoy it.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah so we're gonna listen to Ice nine kills and hopefully austin's gonna enjoy it <laughs> um, yeah and if i don't at least you guys will and you will enjoy it yeah probably <laughs> so on the last episode you guessed which movie the song would be based on do you remember what you guessed uh wasn't it amityville horror it was amityville horror correct that you guessed that are you correct uh, about the song I don't know. We'll find out. Don't play with words on me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. I'm going to give you the title of this track, and we're gonna. I'm going to give you another shot and see if you want to change your answer before you listen to it, and then we'll listen to it and see what your answer is. And then what so, happens if
2: I don't get it right? Uh, you're fired. Oh what? <laughs> oh wait, no, sorry. I made the wrong sound effect. The appropriate
1: sound <laughs> effect should have been.
0: <laughs> oh yes, yes. We are fifteen minutes in and you have not uh, yeah. yet. Yeah. Did I even do that at all the last uh episode? I I, I think we've gone a couple episodes without it, honestly. Oh, I could be wrong on that. It, Let us know. I I made sure to save it. I've
1: controlled myself. I tamed my toolman Taylor and uh controlled <laughs> myself.
0: Tame for Toolman man tailor.
1: <laughs> Tame that to Man, the toolman Taylor. <laughs> Like, I, I managed to tame him, and I I could, I waited for a moment that was most
0: appropriate. That was pretty appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty appropriate. All
3: right, My HR so, lady
0: approved of it. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give you the title of this track here, and we're going to see how you feel about your answer, okay? Okay, let me
2: let me focus on the words. Yes, go ahead and give it to you. All me. right. So the song we're going to be listening to is called Ex Mortis. Ex Mortis? Oh. Ex oh! Mortis. As in the Mortis uh,
1: Necronomicon? Now you speak speaking my language, Matt. I feel like you're speaking my language. I'm going uh, to guess... I'm going to guess...
0: I'm going to guess Evil Dead 2. I mean, Evil Dead, but we all know Evil Dead 2. <laughs> well, we're going to listen to Ex Mortis and find out if you're correct or not. And if I'm not... I'm I, I'm
1: going to ex-mortify somebody.
0: Oh, no. I, I'm
1: not taking... The, I'm going to be so mad if this is uh, Herbie... <laughs> if this is Fully Loaded. I'm going to be uh, so
0: mad! <laughs> oh god, what's the song that Lindsay Lohan did for Herbie Fully Loaded? Do, uh, do was
1: it? it? No, actually, I don't. I didn't know she did a song for that. I was used to Hillary Duff doing more of the music. <sighs>
2: Hold on. I'm going to find it. Real
1: quick. Cue and elevator music.
0: I believe it's called First, and it's about racing Herbie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is
0: Does she say for not first, you're last? Is there anything you mentioned in there? Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> but uh, uh, enough about her fully loaded we're gonna listen to x Morris yeah. and see what awesome yeah thinks about it when we come back go ahead
1: and give us a shout out somewhere else on the social media on, on that we'll continue to this discussion much later on <laughs> yeah don't don't you worry about that <laughs> <laughs> we'll get
0: back to it yeah for sure <laughs> all right but we'll be right back Welcome back to the show. We just got done listening to Ex Mortis by Ice Nine Kills, and it was Austin's very first time ever listening to it. Uh Austin, what were your initial thoughts on that? Uh well, I like to say that I like to
1: believe I was right. Was oh, I not yeah,
0: right? I, I I should have brought that up first. Uh yes, you were correct. You can No, Matt, you're
1: so yes, you're so, you're so excited about the song. I get it. It's a great song. <laughs> Um but, but yes, yes I was
0: were uh, correct.
1: I was going to say I was like, oh, if I was going to be so bad, especially with the song actually has the lyric Evil Dead in it. I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> right. Not only that, um, it also has the lyric Army of Darkness. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. I managed to slip that in there.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, but no, I really liked it. Um, it it was like a very I noticed right at first it was like a very uppity fun like waltz. It was a very waltzy type song. Um, yeah,
0: it's it's almost got like a like a New Orleans swing vibe to it at times.
1: Yeah, it's a very like cheerful like we're gonna have a fun time energy of a song, and um, I really like that, Matt. You'll see what this is. Well, uh, I don't know if you've seen this movie or not, but. Um, if you have, you'll like, to me, I hope you feel like that song really that, that style of the song really brings out the energy of the humor that the evil dead movies, uh, some, most of them have.
0: Yeah, I, I will say I have seen all of the evil dead movies. I think this is the only, I think this is the only series we're going to cover where I've seen every single movie. Oh, that's, well, I I think you chose an appropriate movie series, not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. No, no I, I, I much enjoy them, and I'm very excited to watch it again. Yeah, and the new one comes out pretty soon, probably by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> it honestly might, yeah, we'll see. But, um, um, yeah, but I mean, but yeah, any other thoughts on the song there?
1: Um, I really liked, um, the uh, way it has, like, it said, uh, mention about press and play on the tape and all that. Um, like the first movie. Um, but I really did like, uh, the part where it does say, can you hear the evil dead? And then, uh, and then the singing, Uh, like, I think that's really cool. Um, and then I did like the, that during the breakdown, they snuck in the word groovy and I was like, fucking beautiful. That's like exactly what I would have wanted.
0: Okay. So real real quick. You're more of an expert on evil dead than I am. Okay. Was that a sample of Bruce Campbell or just a really good impersonator? Could you tell? I'd have to re-listen to it, but I'm pretty sure that was them saying it. Like, that, okay. I don't think that was the
1: sample. I'm pretty sure that was because it kind of reminded me of. uh I think it's more whispered in in, in the movie. But right, I'm I'm sure it I'm also depends. Sample. Because it, it also or depends. I'm sure it's because, not a
0: sample, is what I meant. Yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, right, right. Because it also depends if it's from, I think, because I'm pretty sure Bruce Campbell says it in Evil Dead 2 and in Army
0: of Darkness.
2: Could it be also wrong. Says it
0: at the end of the Evil Dead from like 2013. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I have not watched the series. That is one I've been oh, meaning to watch. I haven't either. I, I was talking about like the remake that came out. Or like reboot right or whatever it was right sequel,
1: that um, i didn't know but yeah as for like the series i've heard it's really great i've been meaning to watch it
0: you know yeah i i've never seen it either but yeah mm-hmm. uh we'll get into that in a minute though we're talking about the song right now um oh yeah 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 um and
1: one other thing i have about the song i'm as actually i think i like that there was no solos because it was like when when I realized the song was fading out as like the like the hymn of the chorus, I realized I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm glad they didn't do a solo. I was like that that would have totally felt kind of maybe out of place or forced. Um, unless you know, I unless I missed out and didn't realize there was one.
0: No, I don't think there is. There's like kind of some riffage at the beginning, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, that just made me realize: is this the only song that fades out
3: that we've listened to in the whole album? yeah
2: I think it is <laughs> that's funny, and it's not even the last song. No, it is not. um okay, so
0: I might upset some listeners here. Uh-oh. this is my least favorite song on the album
2: Oh ooh yeah. and is it popular?
1: Is it a popular one or is it like uh, a-
0: i I think so. I mean, I know they play it at most shows nowadays, and I think it got some like radio play on like octane and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but but yeah um i don't know something about this song i'm just like this is this is very far from the ice nine kills i'm used to which isn't a bad thing but i just i don't really mesh with it that well it it really it really kind of made me turn my head a little bit i was like oh this is because
1: like also, what's helping is that I'm listening to these songs that, like, really space out periods of time. <laughs> right, but, yeah. like, but it's, like, this is the kind of stuff that, like, I don't expect to hear, um, especially after something like Take Your Pick. <laughs> and it's, right. so it's interesting. It's interesting. I really don't. I feel like I don't know what I'm going to listen to the next song. Um, so I really <laughs> like that it shakes the bag up a lot in this. Um,
0: yeah, I, I can see that.
1: Um. And then, oh, there was actually one other thing I was going to say. Uh, is that the the way that the energy feels in this song reminds me of... Um, it's funny because I brought up Rammstein in the last episode, but they have a song called half Fish or half Fish or something like that, where it's kind of like a keyboard and like a saxophone and it's like a very uppity like happy song. And which is also weird for that band to kind of have something like that. And it's like, it feels like
0: they're almost very similar songs, but they don't sound exactly like each other. Okay. And I mean, that's cool. I like when bands branch out and try new stuff, but this one just didn't hit that much for me. Like, yeah, I've listened to through this (laughs) album so many times. And like, I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll sing along, but this is probably my least favorite on the album. Right. But you're like
1: most, you're like most likely if I'm going to listen to this, it's because I'm listening to the entire thing.
0: Yeah, like, and it's not—it's not a bad song. I don't think any of the Ice Nine Kills songs are bad. I—I I will listen to any of them, mm-hmm. but this is one where I'm like, eh. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's just, basically just on like, the cusp there. Yeah, you're just like you like everything, but it's at the bottom of the like of the likeliness scale. Yeah, I—I I honestly can't even pinpoint exactly what it is I don't like, but I just it ain't—it ain't, it ain't yeah. for me and that's isn't that weird
1: how like preferences could be like that like it's almost like your feelings could be like taste buds where you you can't explain it but it just feels that way yeah that's that's interesting
0: (laughs) but you know let's get off the negative train here though because i do have some positives about the song that i definitely enjoy. okay oh yeah the favorite parts of matt's in the song yeah so I'm, i'm gonna give you a couple of my favorite parts here um one of my favorites is right near the beginning before the first verse uh the guitar does this little da 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 like chuggy thing I enjoy that It's always good I think the it's always right I I think the breakdown with the uh groovy is pretty fun it's nice to know we are on the same level with that i'm I'm sure that's probably like everybody's
1: probably favorite part too because it's like it, it's a good part of the fandom of that love the movies but then it was like a great way to implement it into the song to where you can enjoy yeah. it as the song too
0: um i I also really like the part before the breakdown though like uh it's across the book of your dead off your reading list that thing but my absolute favorite moment in the song happens twice and it's uh just the line may god have fucking mercy the way that he sings it i'm like oh yeah Chef, chef's kiss like when he drops yeah. that line every time i'm like fuck yeah
1: I feel that way with uh, Funeral Derangements" when it's uh, during the co- chorus of I'll Make Things Right, like the way that it's right. sung, it's just like, it
0: does kind of get me every time. And
1: I'm like, yeah, this is good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I, honestly, like, as much as this is like one of my least favorite songs on the album, that's one of my favorite parts in the whole album is just that may God have fucking mercy. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah. Yep. So those those are my positives there. But... Heck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? shit. What
0: what should I say now, Austin? Um, you should say that everybody should
1: stop right what they're doing right now to watch Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're gonna take a little break here and watch Herbie Fully Loaded. uh Are you watching <laughs> your physical copy, or are you watching it digitally? Uh, digitally. I don't want to scuff up my rare copy of Herbie Fully Loaded. Yeah, you just have like you. J- it's like a Silly Putty imprint, like, on your table. You're like, ah, ah I should have never done it. I knew better. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am excited, though, to watch Evil Dead. Like I said, I've seen them all, but I'm excited to watch it again. Um, okay, so, cu- question. Um, yeah. So, do we do what we do in Child's Play and watch the first two or just the first one? Here's what I was going to ask you. If if my memory serves me correctly, isn't the second one basically the first one but better? Yeah, um, it's because
1: I think if I remember, oh, there's going to be people listening that know more than me. Um, if I remember, like pretty much two is one, uh, just with like more of an actual budget, and then uh, just kind of twisting the story, but just making sure that it's its own movie, and then it's like you know more effects more humor more over the top
0: you know um, what though fuck I'm, it i think we should just watch the original one
1: oh okay, hell yeah that's but that's the one thing i do th- to watch the original one for difference is uh i would say yeah you're right matt because i would say because there's a lot more of the part where they play the tape and more of like that part aspect of it then in two i mean they do do that but it's not as much discovering it like they do in the second one or like they do in the first one and that's kind of what it sounds like that's what the um song is
2: referring to
0: so so you're in agreement here that we should watch the original
2: yeah oh for sure i I was gonna say but
0: i think
1: i think we could all agree that like most likely we all enjoy we all enjoy the sequels Because if I had to choose, I I actually wouldn't mind watching Army of Darkness.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, I will say we can't watch all of them because we have a special guest on the second half of the episode, Austin. And and they've got to watch the movie, too. So I don't want to be like, hey, you have to watch four movies. Come (laughs) on! (laughs) Oh, imagine how long of an episode this would be. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would just
1: be like... Like we we could have easily done this to Hellraiser, and then it was like Evil Dead. Oh wow, three hours! <laughs> 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 they must have did
0: all the movies, and yeah, they did all the movies. <laughs> yeah, so so we will just be watching the original Evil Dead, and joining us will be the man who showed me Evil Dead as a child and probably scarred me for life. Uh, my good friend and co-host of Super Normal, Doug Shepard. What? dude we have to make him do a Arnold or do a Tim Allen impression
1: yeah like before we start anything that's how we're going to do it
0: any guests that we ever have on this show <laughs> you have to do Tim Allen this specifically I, I, I can agree to those terms yes okay it's established now any future guests listening prepare yeah yeah this is where we lose the fan base they're like alright we're done we're done here. <laughs> Dude, just wait till we start our spinoff show about home improvement. <laughs> yeah. We just go episode by episode, season by season. No words, just grunts. Uh, I Wilson. think you got a million dollar idea there, Matt. <laughs> right. But yeah, but so, yes. very excited to watch the movie and to have Doug on. Yes,
1: join Doug, Matt, and Austin as we both venture to the woods where Rome's the evil day.
0: Ooh, you know what I just realized? What? I think this is the I think this is the only movie we're gonna cover throughout the whole thing that's filmed in Michigan. Oh, as ever ever? I don't know. I don't, we know, don't know what get... other movies have been, but we'll see. We don't get to watch we don't get to watch It Follows? Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna spoil anything about future episodes. <sighs>
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's probably for the best. But yeah, so join us as we venture into the woods with The Evil Dead, and we will be right back. Groovy. Welcome back to the show. We just got done watching The Evil Dead from 1981. Uh,. But before we get into our usual recap and stuff, we have a special guest here on the show, uh, my co-host from Supernormal, Mr. Doug Shepard.
4: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey. It's It's Doug. It's me, Doug. (laughs) Doug is Italian, for anyone who hasn't listened. I don't know how you can't pick up on it.
1: <laughs> I couldn't hear the the finger. uh yeah, yeah or, you, uh, you got to accent, emphasize en- enf- yeah.
0: your finger yeah. things more. Spaghetti. There you go. Thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah, if you're
1: a Spider Man, that's that's the Spider Man way. The Italian Spider Man Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man
0: way. But he shoots spaghetti. Yeah, it's a spaghetti noodle. <laughs>
1: uh, it's definitely mozzarella. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're, that's your, if you're a different Spider Man, you have different cheese types. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, uh, for anyone who is an avid listener of the show, this might sound a little strange to you because we're actually recording in person, which we have never done before.
1: Hopefully we make it sound awkwardly normal, like as if it's a regular episode.
0: Super awkwardly normal.
4: I got nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, Doug. Before we begin.
0: We have to initiate you. uh Uh-oh. Awesome. What's our initiation?
1: Our initiation is making sure that you don't matter good or bad perform a Tim Allen grunt.
4: Oh, yes. Just once? Yes. Yes. At oh, some point. that is a good initiation. Oh <laughs> yeah. Do I get to choose when though?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh that's a good
0: question. I, I would assume right now.
4: Yeah, yeah, just You want give right us your best Tim Allen grunt yeah. right now. <clears throat> so the best one that I can do right now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three out of 10. We'll, we'll work it, on it. It's one of those
1: ones when you hear other people do it for so long and then you realize, oh, wow, it's like, it really is a practice thing. I've never yeah. realized yeah. that. Because I heard a friend do it and I go, oh, is that all you do? And then I was like, oh, okay. I didn't realize. I had no idea how he did it.
4: I'm not gonna lie; I got real cocky in my head. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, "This is gonna be like the you're, best. you yeah. are gonna think Tim Allen's it's, on the ship. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're, I'm really gonna blow your mind. <laughs> ahuga! It, it was a bad
0: ahuga. It just it needs some work. It yeah. does. Yeah,
4: we'll get there we got with it. time. I'll have you know that I don't take criticism
1: you're like like, if i walk out don't be surprised
4: (laughs) (laughs) like you just storm up they fucking wanted me to do a grunt
1: like i didn't know (laughs) i did so
4: good they just didn't understand my art
1: right right i can see that too where it was like you know like a skateboarding thing or like i (laughs) like i can easily just do a kickflip and then it's like no
4: (laughs) no yeah so, so in my mind yeah it's like I got yeah, I, this. <laughs> like, like, almost 30 year old me trying to do a kickflip, yeah. and it's just not going to happen.
0: <laughs> with, with practice. We're, yeah, with we're you. Like
4: yeah.
1: yeah, I'm sorry. No,
0: it's not fine. Really. It's
4: fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show, though, man. Yeah. I'm very happy to have you here. I'm especially happy to have you here because I would say growing up, you were my horror movie guru. That's honestly insane to me. Yeah. Like, I didn't really watch much horror movies unless I was at your house.
4: Fair enough.
1: Yeah. I feel like I was that friend at times. Oh, I believe that 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was even sometimes the friend that was just stuff that was even the rated R stuff. Like, I had friends that were yeah, like, but- my mom doesn't normally let me watch that. I was like, oh, well, you want to come over and watch that? That was
0: literally you, <laughs> yeah. I never watched horror movies, yes. South Park, or Family Guy before I went to your house.
4: Formative years. Formative <laughs> Pretty years. much.
0: But um, one of those horror movies... That I watched for the very first time at your house was The Evil Dead.
4: The Evil Dead. You, you did yeah. him well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're
0: like, if I'm going to show Matt like a horror movie, like better be this one. I'm like, yeah, oh, I can agree with that. Don't worry though. We we watched some stinkers back then. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
4: but, I, get, uh, <laughs> I got a whole list just running through my head. Right, <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's good because I want to ask you a few questions to sort of let everyone who's listening sort of get a right. get a feel for your taste right. of. Movies, and right. music, Like by the, by know. this
1: episode, most of the listeners have an idea, kind of what my taste is and Matt's taste so. is. Yeah. yeah, but we want them to show yours.
4: All right,
0: you show us yours. We'll show you ours.
4: <laughs> Seems like a deal to me. <laughs> no money
1: involved. <laughs> free for
0: <But. laughs> free. <laughs> I'm glad that we all yeah. got it. That. <laughs> right. I hate that. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah. So just sort of an easy thing. Uh, not even like a. You don't have to give me a number or anything, but just I would like you to list off some of your favorite horror movies that come to mind. So uh, some of my favorites
4: that come to mind. Yeah. Doesn't have to be like a top five or anything. So keep in mind, I I don't think I've actually sat down and watched a horror movie since we saw Halloween. And before that, it had probably been years because my wife doesn't like horror movies yeah, same. and I don't watch TV by myself. Cause I need someone to ruin the movie, the movie too. Like <laughs> right. like, 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 I need someone to talk to and be like, right. Look, take, get a load of this guy. Do you feel like you'll
1: be crazy if you're it by yourself? You have nobody to say anything to just the,
4: so the whole, so what helped me here was I grounded myself by watching the movie and any commentary that I had, I threw in a notebook. Yes. So I was like, this is the only way that I'm going to be able to do yeah. this and be able to remember, cause I have the memory of a goldfish. So right. I'm, never, I'm never going to be able to remember all the things from this movie unless I write them all. down. I, I
0: don't know about your process, Austin, but that's basically word for word. What I do when I watch this yeah. movie. Oh, I do it with these movies. I don't do it a whole lot
1: with a bunch of movies, but I do do that with books. Uh, a lot of with times when I'm going through a book, I'll write something down and slide it in the page Fair as enough. in like kind of how I interpreted something or caught something that might be, I don't know, worth worth noting down.
4: No, that's good. That's cool. Actually, I think for some reason it it feels easier to remember stuff like details from books. Maybe just because I'm reading them, right, than right, than on a movie. Yeah, I think you know, depending on what's going on with the movie, and we're gonna get into it a little bit later when I start telling you a little bit about how I felt. Um, you know, it could be anything from the effects, uh, mm-hmm. to a specific line, uh, the way things. You thought they would have played out, but they didn't, and I yeah. think that just kind of takes away from right you remembering exactly what happened in that scene. If you're yeah, focused yeah. on that one aspect, and sometimes
1: writers even like uh, put like a deeper meaning behind something, and then like you kind of like and you're pick like up searching on that. And yeah, like, I got, I got it. Like,
4: yeah. Did anybody? Did you catch that? Did you <laughs> <Right>. catch that? <laughs> yeah. But as for a list of some of my favorite movies, um, I'm pumpkin spice latte, white boy, basic. Um, I love my, like, 80s thrillers, 80s horror, um, and a lot of just your, honestly, just anything, like, like, a lot of that mainstream. I love Child's Play. Halloween is probably my favorite okay. um, series. Uh, always been a big fan of Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Trying to think of the other one. Friday the 13th. If we have Friday the 13th, <laughs> you know, and of course, you know, Freddy versus Jason, right, like, right, right. blew my mind when I was a kid. Oh, yeah because one i'm a kid (laughs) yeah and two yeah like i just get to see two of these big baddies just duke it out
1: oh as a kid for me that was like that too like i remember that came out and then as soon as my after i saw that my brain was like what's next like are we doing i was like we gotta have a michael versus jason Mm -hmm. and i was like we gotta have like a lucky versus leprechaun or uh chucky versus leprechaun (laughs) and like all this other stuff no
4: um I can't think of the name of the game right now but I mean any anyone who's listened to me on like other podcasts I know that we did splitting screens one episode mm-hmm. so far um I like video games mm-hmm. um did you ever play oh what's the name of that Is game Is it the
1: beat em up like the Mortal Kombat beat em up oh, No no or... so
4: so it's like a Dead by Daylight Dead by Daylight Oh Dead yeah it has all the yeah. DLCs yeah yeah. Yes. yeah Um so at one point Xbox actually had that on there with most of the DLC unlocked so you were able to play as like um, you were able to play as Michael. You were able yeah. to play as Jason. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it was, I heard it was it, really fun. And yeah, it was super yeah. fun. Like, I think right they even high have high like, out, like, a lot of
1: Resident Evil and Silent Hill stuff yeah. on their team, yeah. don't they? Yeah.
4: Now, I, I only played a couple times, now, but yeah. Now, my guilty pleasure kind of yeah. favorite. Yeah, like yeah. like, was yeah. my like, yeah. like, yeah. like, favorites? At least
1: the B, like, so bad it's oh, funny. Oh, yes.
4: Okay. So there's, I, I don't know if you're familiar with a little flick called Terror Tunes.
0: Terror! To- Ooh no! So terror no. tunes. I I think I remember this even.
4: So so that's one of the earliest. Besides, I think Scream was the earliest movie that I can remember watching. But Terror Tunes was another one that stuck out to me. Um, you got your um the the clown one, the killer clowns yeah. from
2: whatever oh, from, you outer from outer space. So, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry again. Like I said, like I haven't watched horror in a while. Yeah, so no I'm doubt. just gonna.
2: But definitely like. Anything that feels kind of cheesy, uh, mm-hmm. heavy into the practical
4: effects, yeah. I'm big into that. Yeah.
1: Have you watched uh, much trauma, uh
0: movies? I have not. No. I know you've watched some, because okay. there's a Toxic aven- Avengers. Yeah, the
1: Toxic okay, Avengers. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the Toxic Avengers. There's the Class of Newcomb High. Uh, there's Sergeant Kabuki man, which is, actually, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a yeah. lot of just goofy stuff yeah. like that. Very full moon energy. Oh yeah. And a lot of that stuff.
4: There was, uh, there was one that I liked. What's it called? Satan's little helper. I was, I was trying so, to remember yeah, the so, name of that. Yeah, so, yeah, Have so, you seen
0: Satan's little
1: helper?
4: It sounds kind of familiar. So yeah, I, I loved that movie growing up. I don't know what it was about it. I think I just really enjoyed the story. I know of we watched that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. like it's like you know basic premise: this kid loves Satan, and like a child, like a little like child, like a child like goes in. It's like Halloween; he's getting yeah. ready, trick or treat. He's dressed up as Satan, and everyone's like, "You shouldn't do that. That's weird." And he's like, "Fuck you, ma'am!" Right, <laughs> <laughs> and then he summons a demon and Who Who he basically does its bidding and just like it's kind of okay. like it's uh, like it's it's kind of goofy it's kind of like kind of, it
1: kind of sounds like the uh the gate a little bit uh, uh yeah a kinda. little bit like that but yeah that's interesting that he's kind of like the villain like more likely
4: yeah mm-hmm. yeah like like it's not really like it's not told in like a horrific way like like in a way that is going to like Shock the audience. Yeah, it's almost
0: played like comedically at times. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Like, like, like most of it's from the perspective of like you're actually in that antagonistic spot. Yeah, of just watching them be terrible. Right. So, and and, and I mean, I, I just like how it spun it a little bit. But yeah, that's a, that's kind of the realm of okay. when I think of like horror movies. I like to just watch the ones that are kind of the ones that are just fun. Um, obviously, just classic right. staples because I like to in like new horror try to pick up on some of those like things that had been used right like Um, the tropes yeah like uh, like any tropes uh which i'm going to be talking about one later that i actually made a pretty cool connection with but uh, yeah yeah, like i'm excited to get into this evil dead (laughs) evil dead i mean despite some of the things i might have to say about it a great movie probably in my top 10 at least oh
0: yeah
4: Yeah. Yeah. um okay so I just I have one more movie question
0: I want to ask you. I want to see if you have an answer to it, because I have an answer to it. Okay. So a little bit of background here. Your parents probably own thousands of movies. Yes. Like, no joke, when I would go there, their living room wall is just movies
2: all around.
4: When I was a kid, we had the TV, like, the wall with the TV on it, and we would have the other three walls, so, like, where, like, the couch is, and then, like, the other two walls were just ceiling-to-floor bookshelves full of VHS tapes, full of DVDs, full of Blu-rays, whatever was out at the time. Yeah. And, yeah, like, just hundreds, if not at least over a thousand movies. Anything you could imagine
0: like basically like right right. like i would i remember i would go to your house and be like i wonder if they have this movie and we can watch it and sure enough you guys would have that movie
4: now what perplexed me every time was how the fuck we found these things because there were so many movies there was no dewey decimal system there was no (laughs) alphabetical order it was hey ma have you seen like whatever cone heads (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. i got cone heads right here yeah (laughs) um, so my question with this uh
0: so out of those movies i'm sure at least a couple hundred of them were horror movies
1: oh absolutely
0: I mean, my I, mom loved yeah i know movies, your mom yeah. absolutely loved them yeah mine too yeah, yeah. she's
1: kind of like grew up in the 80s and then like transferred it on to us right yeah
0: now what do you think is the strangest horror movie you guys owned evil bong okay
4: really because yeah, I, I have an answer and it isn't that for a horror movie, I know yes. I know what what the weirdest movie is that I think we owned. Okay, but, you can also hit me with that. Okay, so the weirdest movie that I think that we owned, not that we watched it, but just the fact that we had it in my house as a child, something that was formative to my comedic upbringing. Orgasmo.
3: <laughs> oh, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. such <laughs> a
4: good movie. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. <laughs> <park. Yep. laughs> <Yeah. But>, yes, <laughs> but like, I I just thought that was such a weird movie to have in the house. You don't go to your other buddy's house at like. 13 years old,
0: hey, can we watch Orgasmo? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hence me watching all of the bad shit at your house. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was a movie
1: I've always, like, I've heard of and, like, seen whatever of, but i would never seen any existence of, like, its physical existence. Oh, yeah. Existence, I think you guys yeah. had a VHS of
4: it. I believe we yeah. still do. Next time we hang out, I'll make sure <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> grab it. <laughs> Here comes Doug again, showing around his VHS <laughs> right. copy. <beach, his> coffee. <laughs> Look at my guy. But
0: my answer, one that I distinctly remember watching with you and your parents, I think, and I was just like, this movie's fucking weird. I think it was called Frogs.
2: Oh. oh, it's just called
4: Frog.
1: Oh, is it Frog? Well, you have Frogs with Sam Elliott. It's a 70s movie where they're in the swamps. I don't south. think. It okay. was like.
4: So, so, so,
2: so there's Frogs. I believe there's Frogs. It's a horror movie. But then there's Frog where it's like. Uh, um, like, um, oh, what's, it? what's the name of the movie?
4: Is it Prince, princess and the frog it's basically oh. princess and the frog oh, okay. but it's live action when the moon hits your eyes that that the frog right sings that song and stuff see what i remember is i remember
0: a i might be wrong on this but i'm pretty sure i remember a horror movie that they had called frogs where it was about like millions of frogs invading a town
4: it very well could have been. I could be wrong on I this. remember watching... So, so... Hold on. So, so... Is it, uh, so, 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 uh, it
1: Treble Comes to Frogtown or something like that with Rudy, uh, with, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper?
4: I'll be completely honest. I think it's Hell
1: Comes to Frogtown, I think is the name.
4: Of it. So, here's a little context. I've always enjoyed sleep. I've always like I've always liked going to sleep, so I was typically the guy to go to sleep first, whether people were at my house or whatever. Sam Elliott.
1: Yeah, where they're they're in a southern bayou, right?
4: I guess so. I thought they invaded a town, maybe not. I
2: was thinking about Frog, like not like this movie. It's an out out of everything. I I, a, I
0: remember thinking it was really weird.
2: It's an yeah, it's an
1: environmental movie. Uh, we've actually watched that uh, on a on a Twitch stream. Uh, oh, really? It's it's on yeah, it's on my YouTube channel of the uh, like highlights of it. It's a it's an environmentalist movie. Like, Is it as strange as I remember? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. A lady gets just killed by tarantula like cobwebs or something. Yeah. <laughs> and snakes, and then yeah, and like by the end of it, the house gets invaded by frogs.
2: <laughs> it's really goofy.
4: Did you guys ever watch Thinking of just like animals being like the main thing? Um, Willard. Do you guys ever yes. watch Willard? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I remember that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I even nice. have to say it? Watched it at your house. Yeah. <laughs> like- that was one that stuck out to me that was kind of like this is a weird plot yeah yeah okay yeah
1: because there's a there's a remake with crispin glover as the main
0: character i think that's one we watched yeah and then which was the one i
1: watched first and then there's an original one that even has a sequel called ben which is focused on like the main rat. yeah because
4: it's a ben michael jackson's rat they use the song and then yeah and ben 10 because T- of Ben 10 because like Ben 10, ben 10 rat. <laughs> you just see this full grown guy watching Ben 10 on TV looking over at his rat like do something
0: all right but uh moving on from movies cuz this isn't just a movie podcast this is yeah. also about bands
4: bands music now i'm going to
0: ask you a question yeah and i don't know if you're going to know the answer to it probably not do you like ice nine kills hmm yeah i do wrong <laughs> really the answer is not really really <laughs> yes. Re- no not really
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've learned this yeah yeah I'll, I'll i've i done, done my whole thing it's too. from one of their songs don't worry gotcha. about you
4: but uh so y- y-
0: you've probably known about ice nine kills as long as i have basically
4: yeah yeah but- i i think you got to see them before i did yeah because i think you've only seen them once right at war twice oh okay yeah Cause we all went to that one show where they were playing up in the Pike room. Oh, okay. And that, and that was my first time seeing them. And then I did see them again. I think it was the next year, a warp tour or something like that. Hell
0: yeah. But, um, so outside of ice nine kills, what are some of your favorite
2: bands or artists? Well, a lot of it anymore doesn't kind of swing in that same direction. Um, I
4: still listen to a lot of like, classic like heavy metal so i listen to a lot of like
2: black sabbath um iron maiden um i've typically drawn into like lighter lighter music okay
4: right no i totally yeah 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 so 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 a lot of so a lot more like your classic rock or like that classic pop kind of feel or like that like 70s 80s kind of like synth vibe but um i'll still listen to metal I I, th- I think I can honest to God say it. I'll listen to literally anything. Right? Yeah. Like, well, like like at one point as an edgy teenager, everything except country. Like, <laughs> I don't listen to country. No, nah, you, you listen to country now? Hit me with that wagon wheel any day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> well, with my yeah, shot of Tennessee whiskey.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much summing up my questions. Also you got something you want to ask the our guest? Um.
1: <laughs> as for yes it's it's oddly specific, uh as for like the B movie or like more of like the cheesy side with like um like you said with uh evil- cl- clowns from outer space, yeah, ah, uh, what's your opinions on maximum overdrive? Have you seen that
2: I have not, but I can throw it on uh,
3: oh.
4: my ever growing list of things that it's I need it's to be one watching. of those
1: ones that is like. It's really not a great, you know, it's not like a great horror movie, but then it's like, man, is this a goofy, like, tone of a movie that is very entertaining to watch. Okay, yeah, I can get behind that. Stephen King, right? Yeah, it's Stephen King basically writing, it was his only directed movie, I think, where it was like, semi-trucks are evil. And people get chased by somebody trucks and stuck in a gas station. So it's like some Christine shit. Yeah, basically. awesome. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like the whole soundtrack <laughs> is ACDC and like uh, it's a very like 80s action movie.
4: With Do the we Ghost know for a mess. fact that Stephen King didn't come up with the idea for cars and then someone just kiddified it? <laughs> like Pixar's cars? Yeah, yeah. yeah but they're like, they're like, maybe they don't kill people, but maybe they <laughs> just are people he's like i don't know because they (laughs) killed all the people because they killed all the people but we're not going to talk about that in the movie (laughs) look steven you're still going to get your cut that's our new headcanon for the
0: cars universe they ran down all the people they ran down all the people yeah (laughs) Yeah.
5: life is the
0: highway well hell yeah uh speaking of Stephen king he didn't do anything on this movie that we're about to discuss, but let's discuss it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So today we're here to talk
0: about Herbie fully loaded. So I hope
1: everybody watched that. Oh,
0: I did. Okay. okay
1: like,
4: good. I don't know. 20 years ago. Like-
0: <laughs> That'll be fine. I'm sure you'll remember all of it. Oh
4: yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So I guess right now would be the time for uh, the rundown.
0: The rundown. We ever seen the rundown <laughs> Dwayne yeah. Johnson and, and John William Scott. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Oh, what?
1: Like, I—it's I, like, been a while since I watched it, but that was a, that was too hard of a no for me to get not offended. No, I,
4: I, I don't. know. I mean, I can it's, give it a try. Uh, it eh, it's it, one
1: of those ones you probably could have missed it and be all right. But it's like if you need something for a good time, it's, it's.
4: I I would throw that in the
0: ring for the best Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie.
4: Really? Yeah. Over Moana, over yeah. Jumanji
0: two,
1: over yes.
4: Jumanji two, Electric Boogaloo, San Andreas,
0: <laughs> over Rampage,
4: definitely over Rampage. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we're not here to talk about the rundown. We're here to. We <laughs> always get the sidetracked at this part about
1: We always talk about the rundown. Yeah, we get caught up. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, as before, I uh, have a as a heads up before I get down into this. Uh, I had a hard time writing notes down for this movie because, like, damn, is it entertaining to watch. It is. Like, I really got caught up on it. and I had to actually rewind and jot down to make sure I was writing down notes because I actually, like, had to rewatch because I just got caught it. It got so bad I even started watching the second one. And I had to. <laughs> I I thought about it. <laughs> I, I, I started the second one. And it was like, oh, I got to go back and finish writing <laughs> notes. I was like, whoops, whoops the daisies
0: So uh, before we get into it, I don't know if I mentioned this at the top of the episode. But I think I've only seen this specific movie once.
2: I've yeah.
4: definitely seen the remake more than I've seen Same. more than I've seen this one yeah. I've, because I've seen, I didn't remember most of the pieces. of this yeah. one. one specific scene.
1: Yeah. I've seen the second one. I think bef- I had to have seen the first one before the second one, I think, but I really remember the second one the most over. Like it's one of those instances. Like I talked about, I know like with critters, like, I uh, I saw the second one, but I thought it was the first one for so long. And then okay, I watched right. the first one for like after so while and go, oh, no, no, no. I have this all mixed up.
0: See, because I mean, there were definitely like moments I remember in this movie, but then stuff didn't happen that I remembered. And I was like, oh, I guess that must be in Evil Dead, too. Like... Yeah. I've had that a lot
1: with Austin Powers movies, too. <laughs>
0: right.
1: oddly specific.
0: But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, yeah. Quick. Another quick question. Have you seen all four Evil Dead movies?
4: I have, but not to a capacity to be able to talk about all okay. Of that. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Me so. either. But
0: right. Like, it's to me,
1: it's been some time. Yeah. Between, yeah. like, for me, the remake, the Army of Darkness, I have more clearly memory. Yeah. And then, like, this one, I kind of had to, like, rewatch. After
0: See, one. Army of Darkness, I'm pretty sure I've only watched, like, once, maybe twice, mm-hmm. too.
4: But I the think re- the remake and the sequel. I think the last time that I even thought about this series was um, uh, my wife's parents ended up going to see evil Dead the musical i want to go to that so bad and they, they were in the splash zone they still have their shirts and they they had an absolute blast they yeah. loved it
1: are you, are you not that have you no i have not but i'm jealous right <laughs>
4: we, we've, we've we've talked about trying to go like as a family now so we're probably going to do that Probably not this year, but we're going to try maybe, like, next year. Okay, just going to adopt Austin beforehand. So we can yeah, move. there we go. Yeah,
1: I, I really like the idea of that being a family event thing. You're like, <laughs> right. kids, are going. Well, well, I know uh, my
0: coworker went to that this year, just a couple months ago, and she said, like, her and her boyfriend, like, had to go out through the woods to get to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like, they actually do it in the woods. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, yeah, they were wearing, like, all white sweatshirts, and she came back and showed me, and it was just covered in blood, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like looks like it. <laughs> no, let's go and get some dinner. Like just go out <laughs>
1: to eat, just covered in blood. Right. But okay,
0: yeah. Uh you want to hit us with that there, rundown? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then what I was also gonna say is that I also, uh if I forget anything during these notes, please excuse me because uh I didn't realize until rewatching this, this movie is really not very dialogue heavy. And yeah. it's it's very like action driven, and there's like a lot of key moments, like key action sequences that are that yeah. happen throughout, which I didn't realize. It's really, like rewatching it. Um, all right, so we start off this movie with five Michigan State University grad uh, students. Uh, here we have is Ash Williams, his girlfriend Linda, uh, their friend Scott, his girlfriend Shelly, and uh, Ash's sister Cheryl. And uh, they decide to go on vacation in an isolated cabin in rural Tennessee with a 73 Oldsmobile Delta. (laughs) Uh, They drive over a bridge that's uh, uh, said solid as a rock. And uh, they're creeping uh, to explore this uh, cabin. Uh, Eventually, Scotty finds a room with, like, bones and stuff. And Cheryl basically, uh, uh, so, like, they basically just go in the cabin, but it just—it's kind of like slow uh, throughout this movie. A little bit at this point, it's
4: kind of like. See, uh, I thought the movie
0: was really fast-paced, in my opinion.
4: So okay, it's it's very, it, it's very strangely paced at the very. Yeah. So so I'd say the first forty-five minutes of the movie, very slow. There's not a whole lot going on, and then all of a sudden, shit just hits the fan. And once it does, so fast, yeah. Right. Well, I actually i i took notes because uh,
0: what was I gonna say? So I I put down that the movie really jumps into it because uh, not even ten minutes in is when the one girl I think Cheryl starts drawing and like her hand gets basically possessed. Right, right.
4: But that felt like so massively out of place for the pacing, like where yeah, everything it just came else out of was. Nowhere, kind of. Yeah, like uh, uh, that was weird, and then just goes on for another half hour before anything else really. Well, actually, so I. Actually, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so, uh, exactly ten minutes into
0: the movie is when the cellar door cellar door pops open out of nowhere. Ten minutes in, exactly ten minutes in. Okay. And I was like, okay, this is where it's starting. Pretty much, like, I thought that was where the shit was starting to get creepy. Okay.
1: Well, no, it definitely does. There's like this all built up of atmosphere of yeah. like, well, uh, well, well th- yeah.
4: th- think of like the um, the swing just like dunk, oh right dunk, yeah, yeah, into yeah. The, and i love i love that they added and like they kept the sound in there and it lasted a bit longer than you would expect it to mm-hmm. like the suspense was just built and then he goes and he grabs the keys and he's still messing with it you can hear the doom dun and then he gets the right key it just stops yeah and just that moment of silence where he's looking at the he's looking at the swing and then he looks back at the door and he's like all right, let's go. Yeah, like,
0: like you can tell he's like, that's weird, but then just moves on. He was like, you must have done a lock to stop that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, something real quick before we get further into it. When they're driving to the cabin, I thought it was so strange how they don't have like a radio going or anything. They're just the two people in the front seat are just singing. Yeah, yeah, that's what people did back then when they rode in the car. I'm sure they had a radio back then,
1: though. Well, you know, they probably also couldn't get a signal, maybe. I don't know. Okay,
4: that's fair. But but context, context. That was always a problem back then was, well, maybe it wasn't a problem. Maybe it's that we're so used to movies giving us every last bit of context now for what's happening in the moment. That then, you know... We're not from that time, so maybe that was just a common practice. So they didn't need to specify, oh, we don't have a radio signal, so they, we're just gonna sing. People just drove around maybe singing a cappella, but again, dated. We're just times. singing songs, not, olden times. It's like
2: that scene
1: from Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should just added that in there at the beginning of the movie. They're just singing Sweet Child of mine. Yeah. Right.
4: So I will say, just because it kind of comes with like this part of the movie, though. A majority of it i'd say but mostly the beginning of the movie i love kind of just like the corniness and like how the cast just is clueless yeah oh. like how
1: just like dense they yeah. are just getting into this
4: i think that's a good draw so think so think about it this way you have this group of people that have no clue what's going on or just don't seem to really care what's going on it adds that suspense for the audience to be like there's like, Hey, motherfucker. You should pay like, attention. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, like all the pieces of wood and rocks and stuff mm-hmm. falling off of the bridge. Right. And they're like, no, this bridge is fine. Yeah. Like he's like, it's solid. I, yeah. I gotta
0: say when they're on the bridge and like the tire pops through and, yeah. uh, ash opens up the door i love the look he gives yeah the yeah
1: like, <laughs> i think that's the thing too it kind of because i think it'd be way more entertaining to watch clueless people go into this than somebody that would be a high alert yeah knows i mean what they're doing. have you guys
0: watched a movie similar but they're like all smart people because i haven't
2: <laughs> no
4: <laughs> they just it's because no the movie do. would be over in yeah. the first yeah. 10 like, minutes like, okay we're leaving bye <laughs> yeah like oh man this bridge doesn't seem too great Let's go back home and then right. roll credits. Yeah,
0: directed by Sam Raimi. <laughs> like, Which, uh, I gotta say, speaking of directed by Sam Raimi, I was so impressed with some of the shots at the beginning, like the opening POV shot, like going like on the lake and through the woods, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, there were some other shots where I was just like, damn, like uh, when the car is driving up to the cabin
4: and the camera is just following behind. I don't know why, like, yeah, so. Actually, I want to touch on this about the, um, so you remember that whole, like, like the join us scene, like where, like they were going back and forth to the windows, seeing what everyone was doing, follow, like not necessarily following one person, but you can see one person go through a doorway. You see them in this window. You know, you just kept going window like, to window. I I thought that that was really cool, just to kind of see it again. Like we talked about with the um um Satan, like Satan's little helper. Mm-hmm. Like like you get to take the role of the antagonistic. Yeah. Like you you're seeing it from yeah, this from perspective. evil perspective. Yeah, yeah. And they do it again later on in the movie, but. I love that they added that in there. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen the movie It Follows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very reminiscent of how that entire movie shot. It's all s- done from this perspective of something that's following. I don't know if it was a yeah. group of people or yeah. the specific person, but yeah, like, right. that's what you I really, really liked about it. the perspective
1: of them looking out for that thing, that entity. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. yeah. It's just crazy to me that, like, I, I've liked basically every Sam Raimi movie I've seen. Uh, his Wizard of Oz movie was okay but um i haven't seen it no it's I like oz either. the great and powerful with james franco i Sam was aware of, i was aware of it. but <laughs> I, really? I never made yeah. that connection yeah but um it's crazy to me how, how just his instinct for shooting this movie because this was like his first real movie yeah and he's 20 years old at this point yeah not even legally allowed to drink and he shot this movie and uses so many like clever and just yeah. smart shots yeah there's the a thing. lot of
1: behind the scenes about how um he's used the effects by having mounting the board because the early 80s at this time didn't really have much of a steady cam. it was really yeah. expensive and uh i think he did like a lot of diy stuff between just having it mounted on a board and then just kind of having it do that study cam yeah and uh the thing that i like too about doug like what you're saying about it being like filmed from the POV of like of the like the entity of like the antagonist yeah uh there's really only like two movies i can think of that had this by this time yeah and that was like the original halloween like the mm-hmm, beginning right. of that movie yeah. and then uh like uh black christmas yeah like the original black christmas and it's like but and in that movie it's so terrifying it's yeah. really creepy
0: no i no absolutely yeah sorry to derail and just kind of oh, get no. up on a oh no that's that's where great for. kick <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: um but yeah so so like a, there's a little bit like a lot of events happen but in between there's not really like i said a whole lot of dialogue or anybody talking it's just this okay now we're in this room um like we uh like we said that uh is it cheryl it i believe is like drawing yeah. she's possessively drawing like a clock and then uh all of a sudden they hear voices from the cellar. Uh after being uh collectively hovering over the cellar, uh Scotty decides to go down there. And after not hearing him, uh Ash decides to go down there after him. Uh at this point, I like that uh this like we we're talking about with shots. Yeah. I really like this <laughs> shot we're down here in the cellar, uh, because this also happens in the second one. I'm glad I watched the second one not long after like directly after this, because he does it in this. Uh there's this 360 shot yes. from the cellar that shows from what you're seeing from Ash's perspective. And it goes around and it goes back to Ash. And then it's almost like, you know, Ash like Bruce Campbell is just standing there the whole time, but they wait till the cameras to him to kind of cue him to go. And I like that because it really gives you the perspective outside of like, uh, with like the way f- movies are filmed when there's over the shoulder conversations, there's two cameras and they build like this mirror image of illusion. Right. But like that gives you a nice idea of what everything looks like in the room. Yeah. And uh and I think it really puts you in the shoes of him down in this basement. Like what what yeah. like how creepy it is like, down there.
4: Like it almost like like it's what I imagine is running through his head. Yeah. Like like yeah, the like things he's focused on. Here, he's just kind of yeah. looking, yeah, like like what's all going on down here.
0: Yeah. Which, I gotta say, this whole basement scene was so eerie to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like to say, too, this is a great movie to watch around Halloween time.
0: Oh, I bet. Like, if you want, oh, like, a dark
1: sure. night, scary atmosphere into the night, it's like, I would say this one over, you know, Evil Dead 2, of course, could probably go well in hand, but, like, I feel like there's more of a creepy atmosphere in this one that doesn't really show up later in, the, like, a lot of the later
0: movies. Okay. Yeah. See... I think throughout the whole movie, there was one jump scare that got me, but the rest of the time, I was just like unnerved because he does such a good job at just making like creepy atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And Sorry, carry on. Oh, so yeah. (laughs) I mean, and at this point too, you get like the uh, because I think what helps is that you get like a lot of the dripping pipes that come uh, like throughout there. You get like a sense of eeriness. Uh, I feel like uh, more of the um that I believe what happens after is that he kind of sees like this room in front of him. Yeah. So he goes into this room and, uh, he finds Scotty there, uh, along with, uh, they find a, uh, they find a book,
0: the tape recorder,
1: a tape recorder, uh, a reel to reel tape recorder, and then a shot, basically a shotgun
0: boomstick. down there.
1: A boomstick <laughs> at this
0: point. Yes. Also, a little bit of trivia here interjecting they find a hills have eyes poster that's yes yes that's always cool yeah
4: so kind of going along that same vein um what i enjoyed about that in particular is that it Im- it immediately took me to a game that i played recently um i played some resident evil biohazard oh, um, oh is
1: that uh the is that the seven is that seven yep, seven it, yep. okay
4: so I didn't realize, you know. I I mean, uh, obviously, like, this is a classic movie. You know, it's going to have a lot of those, like, it's the start of a lot of those tropes that are out there. Yeah, like callbacks and Cabin in the Woods. You know, you got that. But this, like, the first 20 minutes of this move or of this game is basically
2: big pieces of this movie. So, okay, you start out in your car going to try to find your wife. Okay
4: you drive into the woods up to a dilapidated old house that you have to find your way into. You get into this house. There's a bunch of really weird kind of creepy stuff going on. And what do you find a tape Oh. oh that you have yeah. that, that, oh, yeah. yep, that you have to put into a tape player. And at that point it changes it up. I like the perspective of then you put the tape in and then you play as the people in the tape. Yeah. Kind of oh, thing. that's neat. Yeah. But um. It just, the whole time I'm like, this just feels so familiar. Like I've just experienced this exact same atmosphere. And I think it's so cool that, you know, I mean, that game just came out a couple of years ago and you're, this movie came out in 81. Yes. So you're talking about, you know, 40 years later, we're still using these tropes. We're still talking about like how these things are done. That's amazing. Yeah. that is a creepy concept, too.
0: Do you know if there were any other like cabin in the woods movies before this? Well, there was cat. Well,
4: before this, yeah, I have no idea. But afterwards, there was. Uh, I, I woods mean, Friday. I think for,
1: I think the first Friday the Thirteenth was out by this time. Maybe the but that se- was more of a maybe, maybe camp. the second. One. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's that's the only thing in that. I th- I think most of the time they went down this route. It was more of a just isolation less of a cabin. Less of a cabin feel, more of like a summer camp,
0: feel. right? there's so many movies like this now. Right. So I'm wondering if this was the yeah. blueprint, you know?
4: So what I think a lot of people gain from this is just that isolation.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, and I think that that just took off. Like, yeah. Think they of realize all- how
1: screwed yeah. you are well, in like this scenario.
4: Yeah. Well, th- and, and especially this particular scenario, that's, I think that's why cabin in the woods is always going to be, you know, that first, this is just a creepy place to be here in the middle of the woods, already creepy. You're in this old creepy yeah. cabin and you're or like, it, whatever. It's like, like what,
1: it's like, no matter what you throw into it, it's just going to be, you're screwed. This is a scary situation. Exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's sh- like demons. Yeah. It's scary. Uh, zombies. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. That'd be creepy too.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy that you don't know that well. Yeah. He's a creepy he ends guy, up being right? an,
1: just an ax murder and it's just axe you. Yeah. yeah. Disease. Yeah. Oh yeah. Disease? There you go. Yeah. Now you get it, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen cabin fever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, uh, so like, as any white person would do, they decided to play the tape and, uh, because why not? Which to, to me, like I said, is like a pretty creepy, like situation of like, okay, we're going to this cabin and then we just find this tape, a shotgun. All right, cool. This creepy looking book. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not?
4: Didn't they also find like that the, scepter the dagger? Dad, yeah. 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 If I found that dagger. Yeah. Just with alone, all of those in an things, abandoned building. And yeah. this book that looks like it is made out of a face yeah Yeah.
5: which
0: i gotta say ash he finds the necronomicon yes and he looks at and he literally is like gross and then just picks it up and like takes it he's like (laughs) all right it's like must be
1: uh must have been a taxidermist or something (laughs) normal um but yeah so they decide to uh you know play the tape and then uh, so what they find out is that the book is from uh, ancient Samaria, which is uh, all, which is known as one of like the earliest civilizations in Mesopotamia and uh, translated it uh, to what is known as the Book of the Dead. Or in this movie, it's called the Notrum Demonito, Mon- De I believe, and uh, which ends up being later called the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, which I think I think about the second one. I'm mean, okay, not the next expert, right. but I think that's what they kind of call about the second one um it basically explains that it's possessed the dead to be living again uh i I don't remember if the guy says who he is if he's a doctor
4: he he said something about he was some sort of scientist doctor or something yeah. along that yeah, in the second I'm one they're they, doing they, experiments yeah. And
1: in the second one, it's more explained but i the do second like is obsc- one
0: isn't one of the other characters his daughter yeah, yeah
1: yeah and it's actually goes more into detail about them finding this stuff okay
0: but like i do like the
1: obscurity of this being the first one and it's like just some guy in a cabin somewhere we don't know like yeah. we don't know any detail where the fuck he got yeah like exactly yeah sort of
0: like so. doug was saying you know you don't have to give away all the context yeah. you know and just sort yeah. of
1: yeah sometimes less is more
0: especially yeah. with horror
1: especially. well that's
4: in and yeah exactly with horror less is more when it comes to context because and with my when because <laughs> very <yeah>. terrifying <laughs> but i mean think about it when you're truly scared it's typically because you don't have context of the situation you're in
2: yeah like, like
4: that, like that's a piece of it. So, yeah. as the audience, you it's don't like fully understand. You yeah. just know that there's some shit hitting the fan. I, I
1: feel like what terrifies you is your brain trying to fill in the gap, trying to fill in the pieces, or like, yeah, very it. much. Yeah, like, it's like the, it's not doing it for you. You try to do it yourself is like work, and I think you end up down like a spiral well of what you don't want.
4: Right? Yeah, like, uh, well, like Jaws does a really good job of that. You know, you never show the beast; you just keep it in yeah. everyone's head. They have an idea of what this thing looks like. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hell
1: yeah. Um, and then so uh Scotty decides to fast forward it to a series of ancient words being said, which unravels the woods outside and forces a tree through the window. Uh after the crash, uh Ash consoles Linda and as she leaves, uh he pretends to fall asleep with the box in hand of a necklace he has for her. Uh Meanwhile, yes, Yes. that's exactly how he does it. It's like a little game, makes a little game out of it. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Cheryl does what no one
0: should do and decides to go out into the woods. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So when they're playing the tape, Cheryl is the one who's like, turn it off. She's like, like, stop it. it. And then she's like, oh, voices in the woods. I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, like "This there? is just the tape. You can stop." But the voice is out there. I want see. Yeah, I wanna right. go by myself and see what that's all about. So that's
4: so that, that's yeah, like, like that's the epitome of that. Um, like the join us scene I was yeah. telling you guys yeah. about. So yeah, you hear this big bellowing voice coming from your perspective because you're looking into join us, and then yeah. she's like, "What the fuck is that?" And then yeah, she just goes
2: out to the woods, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then so uh. She so
1: this comes a really uncomfortable scene. Uh, so she goes out (laughs) there and then she ends up getting uh attacked by a branch. Yes, yeah. So, anybody who's ever seen I'd say branches, yes. So, (laughs) she gets attacked by more than one branch, and then uh, I'm just any any normal rape scene in a movie is pretty uncomfortable. Last house on the left, anything like that. So this becomes really, uh, on the more uncomfortable scale when it's like nature just natural woods and, uh, Damn
4: nature, you scary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, I gotta
0: say, I, so this is in the remake too. I, I, it's not a remake. It's like a soft reboot, but yeah. Anyways, exactly. it's in that too. And I never understood the whole woods thing. Are the deadites in control of the woods? You know that is for some. Are they taking over these trees?
4: I, so, I'm for, gonna
1: have to. Oh, oh, let's go to our other council. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, so, so here's my perspective. Is that this isn't an entity? This is an energy. It's an evil energy of some form, because that's basically how this scientist. If you listen to the second time that they listen to the tape, or that Ash is listening to the tape, right? He talks about how, um. I believe it was his wife or his girl, like whoever was with him ends up being taken over by, he calls it a spirit. And she ends up just like the other, everyone else in the movie basically. But that's what makes me think that maybe it's not just like a specific entity that's doing these things. I think it's just like, I mean, you, you listen to like a lot of, I think the reason why the woods are freaky is because, you know, you hear about all these spirits of the woods a lot of like Native American folklore talk mm-hmm. about the things that happen in the woods. Super normal. We spent a lot of time in that yeah. first season talking about a lot of these things that just happen out there. And it seems like for no reason other than there's just some dark energy
1: out there. Other than nature damn you scared. Yep. Damn, damn <laughs> right? nature, you scared. But me. I would I like to believe that uh, because if you think about like the beginning of the movie, uh, there's like an entity that tries to steer the car into the semi truck. Yeah. And then I think I think it's kind of like a, a presence that's there, um, but it seems like it's trying to like get there. And I think I, I wonder if the words just really just amplify it, like it really just summons it and, and so like that into. So that was the so world.
0: I didn't think
4: about. So that so that was my question. Let's think all the way back to the beginning with the she's scrolling on the papers. Yeah. yeah. So she's scrolling on the papers for no reason. She basically writes it off as.
0: Oh, that was weird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> huh, ain't that something? <laughs> well, ain't that a box of rocks?
4: <laughs> but yeah, she she does that. And then all of a sudden later on, after she's now because now I've made the connection that, you know, she has been infected in some way, shape, or form by the cause every time every instance after that is like someone's been cut or they've been bit or yeah. they've been touched or they've been whatever by something that was part of this evil whatever kind of
1: infects them
4: Yeah. yeah except for ash of course yeah he's immune but that's that's my question is like how like why was it so like sneaky at the beginning like kind of like you know hovering over the lake getting onto the property and like just kind of watching them from afar in the car and then like taking over this truck and doing all that stuff then but all of a sudden now it has the power it, yeah. it, it, it it it's almost like yeah like the words just
1: either amplified amplified
4: it. or well because
1: yeah. I, I wonder if also if it was just around it's only there in that area just because the items are there themselves right. i wonder if like the book kind of has that and it's like maybe a certain mile radius yeah around it or if maybe ash was just destined to go with yeah
4: I I do want to talk a little bit more about that scene with Cheryl, though. Okay. Yeah. Only only because it sparked a specific question about horror as a genre. Why does it seem that horror is innately sexual? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it really it's is. always
1: like a like like,
4: a, um, like like two teenagers sleeping together, and one's like, "I'll go check it," and then they get fucking killed, yeah, right. or like you know, she's all alone in the woods and gets raped by a tree, like. Yeah. It just seems like horror and sexual nature just yeah. go hand and I, in and hand. And I've
1: always seen like a resemblance too between the horror and like feminism too, like yeah. anti, like even whether it's intentional or not intentional. It's usually like, a final girl. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: This is there's it, only a couple movies yeah. I can think of where it's a final guy like this one. Yeah.
1: It what's crazy is that like towards the seventies, like I think Halloween had a huge impact towards evolving that because if you think before then. Like horror movies of like the '60s, like even before, it was always like women were always the damsel, damsel, damsel in distress. Yeah, right. yeah. And it was always the guy. I mean, even Psycho, we kind of saw a little bit of that too. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, well the male figure died. We got to bring in another male figure, like a <laughs> random character to kind of replace. Right. But, uh but yeah, I think uh I, I think there's probably some maybe hidden lining between that, or maybe it's just overlooking it. But I think what happens is kind of, uh, Cheryl be, ends up becoming the first one infected, if I'm not mistaken. She
4: is, yeah. But, oh, yeah.
1: And I think this was, like, it's such a weird way of, like, they don't really possess it. But I think of it because of, of like, having somewhat of intercourse with her is its way of, like, infecting her. And then so and then, then she can the then infect others. Yeah, like, I wonder if, like, the woods couldn't be like, yeah, we can just scratch you and infect you. I wonder if it was like, we have to, like, almost impregnate you with the evil. Right,
4: no, that makes sense.
1: Like I always thought that was like a very, it's a very demonic. Uh, it's a very demonic, like very uh, energy of a movie. But it's yeah. also like evil, dead. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Both very. They're dead. evil. Very they're dead. dead. <laughs> that that would be like the tagline of it. Like it's a pawn right. stars
0: <laughs> like show. They're pawn. <laughs> they're star. <laughs> they're pawn stars.
1: Um. So, uh, after, uh, fighting these twigs and eventually make it back to the house, uh, she demands to leave and, uh, basically Ash tells her to hop in the car and, uh, which like the classic horror movie trope has a problem starting. And then, uh, it's almost like something's controlling that because, uh, cause I feel like part of the entity kind of goes into that too.
0: Yeah, maybe like, yeah making it so the car doesn't start yeah but then was, the car does start yeah i wonder if it was just
1: toying right. with them at them. it was yeah. so, because, so so
4: at that time yeah. she's like it's never gonna let us leave we're never gonna be able to leave you're never gonna get this car started and right after she says that the car starts yeah. and then yeah. ash just kind of looks at her and awesome. then just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you> deadites said- <laughs> are assholes dude
0: like they literally just torture yeah. ash towards the end like yeah this should be called the, the dickhead dead
1: or oh, something. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the dickhead dead. Yeah. The
1: dickhead dead. I mean, they only raped a girl. I mean, of course they're dead,
4: <laughs> Right. Yeah, they're not very cash money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was not very cash money, you guys. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so eventually uh, they do take the car and they end up driving to the bridge, uh, which they discover is just torn to shit cartoonishly, basically.
0: Which I got to say, I think that was my favorite shot in the movie when uh they park the car and then they're walking and like the car is straight but they're walking sideways almost yeah yeah, yeah. and i found out how they did that if you're interested it's not oh, part yeah. of my trivia but I, I looked into it so basically they parked the car on an incline and then turned the camera so the car was level so when they walked towards the camera like it looked like they were walking on an incline.
4: Cause, oh. Yeah, because it almost yeah. looked like they were walking in like a divot. Like it would have been like, so like obviously the bridge is like over like a large right. like canal or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so like, can so, like to me it looked like the camera was straight forward, but they kind of have to walk on their side. To, yeah. Like,
0: but they're walking like straight up. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. I, don't, no, I, yeah I just i found that shot really interesting oh, yeah. and i yeah. was like i need to look into that i even
1: like the atmosphere right here oh, too yeah. like uh oh was you gotta let out the tim <laughs> oh, tame oh, that tim oh, man oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that shot <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah because it's like it's very like the lighting on it is not very good like that's the one thing i didn't notice about rewatching this yeah like there's like a part where like they get in the car and like you see like you hardly see Ash's face like normally you don't think about it but if you're there on set you're like we need more light on him yeah, <laughs> right? no, but like real. it really there's a there's a weird gray area between like good quality like low quality and like it adds to the atmosphere because like uh i really like it when they walk up to where like the sign is of like i think it's like the weight capacity for the sign oh, or okay. for the bridge yeah. And then it's just like the lighting on that, and like it, and like the thick grass and tumbleweeds and everything. I thought it was really cool. Um, so uh, so they go back to the cabin, uh, where Ash listens to the tape again, and uh, Shelley and Linda are playing cards. To where Linda thinks she's guessing them right, which I think is like <laughs> I love that's so funny. So,
4: <laughs> I love that they just added that in there.
1: Yeah, they didn't need there, but we we're like we got to throw a little humor in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just gets so happy, and I love <laughs> how, like, Ash, uh, he has, like, an earbud that looks like, from, like, today. Like I just know. Into the real direction. I real. saw
0: that, I was like, were those a thing back then? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I knew they
1: had, like, headphones and stuff like that, yeah. and I just, I thought that was really interesting. And, uh, but I love that, like, she's like, I'm getting them right, and Bruce is just, like, uh, Bruce Campbell is just, like, listening to the tape, like, bitch, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right.
4: Yeah, yeah like, like it, it genuinely felt like just a group of people... Hanging out, like they didn't yeah. have to interact with each other. Like, they're doing their thing, he's doing his thing because he's like perplexed. Yeah. yeah, and he just the, the is, only one yeah. who seems to be perplexed, right? About all this shit going on, which maybe, yeah. maybe that's why
0: they chose to save him for last and sort of torture him. Yeah, it's because he seemed the intrigued. Only one to yeah. 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 yeah,
1: there was, I do love that. They were like, Yeah, we'll just blow over it. We're playing the card games, right? Yeah, yeah. um, and uh, so eventually, uh, Somebody decides to chime in on this game Be- and then yeah. they decide to start being right, and then sure enough we uh we find out that Cheryl's ass is uh psychic because she's really good at this game, Yeah, <laughs> because now she is the deadite,
0: and Which, uh, I gotta say, I love how there was no like slow transformation, you know it was just like all of a sudden she's just like. Rah!
2: I'm, like, hey, I'm, a, I'm a demon no, so actually i never so, thought about it that way yeah. so
4: so if we slow it down just a little bit they're playing the game right yeah and then all of a sudden from off screen you hear in like a calmer voice you know to a hearts uh ace of spades whatever and then like it just gets it more, sounds and more normal. Yeah. yeah but but then like like as the cards go they're faster she's like yelling them and then all of a sudden it turns to her and then she's all <laughs> so
1: i i like how they did that yeah because yeah. it's cause it, it's like an audibly transition yeah like, but then like it's almost like your brain is trying to even though yeah, like cause, as cause your first watch you don't know it's her yet but right. then as a rewatch you could totally see that yeah
4: because you know i mean there's two other girls that could be yeah because yeah because unless she's
1: reading it out while she's <laughs> on the card. Two spades!
4: (laughs) Three spades!
1: (laughs) We should re-edit that to make it look like she she was was just reading the cards. (laughs) Two spades. Three of Stop! you slow down! I can't get it this fast! How are you reading those cards
4: so fast? You're not not even giving me a chance. You're just giving me the answer.
1: (laughs) I never thought about that. We could easily edit that. Cheryl,
4: I'm supposed to be the one answering. You already know what's on the card. <laughs> I think you got the game backwards.
1: <laughs> um, and then just blah! <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to play it right. I guess I'll be dead. Um, so yeah, so she flies. So Cheryl, after she blah, reveals herself, she does this uh, goofy thing where she just flares up in the air. Yeah. And then she just falls down.
4: Yeah.
1: And then, uh, then she plays dead. And then so... Uh, is it linda Linda. that uh, approaches her yeah so linda approaches her and she of course uh, did that's that's always like a rule of mine like you in a horror movie you don't approach somebody that that has their back towards you like never like either leave the room or just have a really long pole to kind of turn them
0: or just like from the other side of the room be like hey (laughs) turn (laughs) around you dead (laughs) i'm gone pretty much like are you still you (laughs) right you're demon? <laughs> you're demon? Yeah, tell me if you're a demon. <laughs> That's law. Yeah, so, uh, yeah.
1: Show me your demon badge. <laughs> uh so yeah, so then because of that making that mistake, Linda ends up getting stabbed in the ankle with a fucking
0: pencil. And uh that was fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah it was really pretty. is. And it's
1: like a, there's a uh after all like the special effects you know you can tell a lot of this is like you know kind of like the cheap makeup and stuff yeah. well it's but, all
4: it's all very practical and I yeah. feel like given a 20 year old's budget yeah, like, yeah.
1: What, what can you do right right it, it was i mean for a really low budget but like this one like this this special effect in particular looked really realistic they did, looked pretty yeah. good on getting just I don't know, like physically, how that would like be realistic of getting stabbed through the ankle with the pencil. Like how much force it would take, but like if that was the actually Doug, happen,
0: as the guest, put your yeah. foot on the table. Yeah, here we go. We're here just, we're just, <laughs>
1: <laughs> first, we're gonna need you to sign this permission slip. Second
0: part of your initiation, get the pencil. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, you don't want
1: to see my scar.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> trust me, I've been through this. I'm like,
0: give me that number two. Okay, I gotta say so the pencil thing was graphic and I was like, God damn. But then immediately after I can't remember if it's Ash or Linda, but Cheryl completely bitch slaps one of them. Yeah. And it was so fucking funny to me.
1: I think (laughs) it was
4: Linda.
0: I was, I was like, Oh,
4: (laughs) yeah. She just
1: (laughs) smacks the shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Scotty, uh, I believe smacks the shit out of Cheryl. I believe after this, maybe, or he knocks her on her ass basically into the cellar.
0: (laughs) Okay. I, So this is what I have written here. Oh, jeez. So, so yes. So that's what happens. Is Scotty like hits her a couple times, and then so I wrote the pencil in the heel was well done and made me wince. But then the bitch slap right after might be the funniest slap I've ever seen in a movie. And then under that, I wrote the boot she gets to the face a minute after was a pretty close second (laughs) because he like he hits her,
4: he hits her, and then he kicks her.
0: Yeah, he hits her and she's down by the cellar. Then just like full on. Flying kicks yeah, like, like Mario,
1: kicks yeah. her. <laughs> he
4: Mario Kicks
0: her in the face <laughs> into the cellar. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: we, uh, I would definitely love to see that. Yeah, basically, he's Mario and then Ash is Luigi. I, I mean, <laughs> right. no, that'd be more the other way around, but still, that would be great. That is a weird episode. This is a weird episode of Luigi's Mansion, right. <laughs> Luigi's Cabin.
2: <laughs> uh. Next time on Luigi's Cabin. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, the Necronomicon Mario! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh jeez, it's like a Wario's face on the Necronomicon. <laughs> uh, so Shelly goes into a uh, so so they end up locking Cheryl down in the basement, as you know. You you. know know what the thing I forget about most of this movie is that she is like Ash's sister. And I don't think they really. They mentioned that like at the end almost. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And they don't really like address. I I feel
1: like that. I thought she
4: was just a girl yeah
0: like like there's like one mention of her being his sister yeah and i'm like i felt
1: no like sympathy like that he had (laughs) towards
0: killing her which is very realistic in the reboot uh there's a brother and sister as well who are like the main characters yeah yeah but they make that a lot more clear
1: yeah i remember that being clearer in there Yeah. yeah and she doesn't really show up she's not even like mentioned And, like, any of the sequels, I think, until, like, the Ash versus the Evil Dead series, I
0: think. Oh, Gerald? Yeah,
1: yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's crazy that, like, there's just this huge, like, gap of when they even, like, uh, like address that. (laughs) Like, um, so, so while they lock her down there as any normal sibling relationship, uh, (laughs) Shelly goes to a window, well, which results in a spirit coming through and attacking her. Uh, Scotty approaches the room suspensefully until he is attacked by now a possessed Shelly, uh, whom he fights with and throws her face first into a fireplace. Uh, realizing what's happening, he's like, all right, like pulls her out of the fire, uh, who she then tries to put him in the fire and then tries to stab him as he reaches for the dagger to cut her hand off. Uh, I think he like cuts a good majority of it, and then she just bites the yeah. rest of it off. Like, yeah. all right, fucker, finish the job. And then, uh, and then basically, he ends up resulting in her stabbing her, impaling her own back with the dagger.
0: Right. <laughs> so uh, I gotta say, I, uh, so when Cheryl first gets possessed, she bitch slaps Linda and then throws Ash into a bookcase, and it lands on him and traps him okay and then right here when shelly is attacking scotty ash tries to help and she bitch slaps him into a bookcase which falls on him and traps him <laughs> like, yeah it's like ash and bookcases yeah, dude name a better just, duo
1: like, i i think at this point say Ray we was like all right he's not going to be our hero right the second he's going to be our comedic relief get the shit kicked out of him right. and then and then we'll kind of show his potential later and then he ends up being like the I because I think you got to put in this perspective of like uh, like watching this movie for the first time. You don't know who Bruce Campbell is. And yeah, it's like okay, is Scotty going to be the hero? And then you're just watching. Ashton
0: That's just probably ask. what I would have thought. Yeah, like, it's like all right, there's
1: no way this guy's going to survive. And then he ends up being the biggest badass in movie history. Right?
2: Because <laughs> yeah, like uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This has been your mad, yeah, moment. <laughs> Stay tuned uh, for now, more. Now I have
0: to leave that in. Thanks.
1: <laughs> There'll be more. <laughs> Probably it happens because I, I I've had some too because I've had some moments where I have made sure to write a note down to mention that, and then I realized, oh, we've actually already gotten to that. I started started going down a road we've already been down. Yep. Yeah. Um. But realizing what's happening, uh, yeah, see like that part I've already read. <laughs> uh, so after she gets impaled through the back, uh, which I believe we're talking about Shelly. Yeah. yeah. Shelly's the one that gets impaled to the back. She basically kind of just, um, kind of melts kind of like plays dead, I think, or does she, no, I think she actually dies from getting,
0: no. Okay. No. okay. This is kind of what I was going to talk about, but I didn't know if you were going to, so at this point ash gets out from under the bookcase and he has an axe with him yeah and uh she is like coming after him and scotty and scotty's like hit her like kill her
1: oh that's right that's right and ash
0: doesn't because he's so like he's like cold like shocked. yeah he's like shell shocked yeah like and i was not because like i said i've only seen this like once compared to the others and so i did not expect ash to be like
4: so reluctant yeah you know
1: kind of like have like a coward moment like out of the yeah yeah, it's definitely different when you go back and watch this one
4: i think a lot of it comes from you know how the character has been built yeah exactly so i mean you know big huge badass guy like you know like he knows his way around all this stuff but taking it all the way back to his very first experience yeah remembering he was just a kid and he had those moments of vulnerability that almost makes you appreciate the character more now. It really yeah.
0: does, because like, that's some you character see, growth
4: y- right there. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't see those moments as often anymore. Yeah. Or if if you do, you only hear about yeah. them through you know if they happen to mention what yeah. happened. And I think that.
1: that's what people like about too is that like you get this other group of people that join the shit show, and he's like, "Welcome to it." Like this is like <laughs> right. he's already been through. The it. Welcome to my yeah. nightmare. It's yeah. pretty much like there's two movie series I can think of that's like that and one we've talked about before was child's play uh i didn't i didn't realize until you mentioned it in child's play 2 Andy becomes more of the protagonist that i realized oh yeah in the first one he's like more of the innocent he doesn't really the victim yeah Yeah. and it's more of the mom that's like the main character and then uh the alien series is like the same way like basically by aliens when they talk to sigourney weaver that like like, hey, we're going to go back there. Like, uh, I've been through that shit. It is not fun.
0: But- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Because uh, so Ash or he doesn't hand him. Scott, he takes the axe and chops up Shelly. Yeah. Because yep. I thought the next part was very fucking funny because uh, he says something like she's dead. We have to bury her and it cuts to her. And she's just like body parts on the ground, but they're all like flopping around. Yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm like, oh, do not like that dead. <laughs> like that part <laughs> or that part or that part. <laughs> yeah.
4: But in that moment they recollect and like you can kind of hear like the tape playing over again. Mm-hmm. Like, um, maybe try dismemberment. Or yeah. what, or like or like whatever so it that's is. That's and then what he, he said
0: was the only way to kill them or something. Yeah,
4: so he's like, I'll try. Right. And it worked, ultimately. And that's
0: what I like.
1: I think what I like about the Evil Dead series is, like, it is technically a zombie movie, but it's, like, the most... There's no other zombie movie that, like, tries to be like it. It's its own, like,
4: original. It's the least zombie movie I've seen. Because how often do you see zombies brought by a curse or by something that's not you know infection driven yeah Yeah, i
1: feel like that's how zombies used to be like way back with uh like white zombie a lot of like voodoo like 1930s black and white zombies before there was like george romero stuff and then it was like i think once like 21 days or 28 days later came out it was like
4: like oh no we got Zom- stuck on
1: we got stuck yep. on
0: infected zombies see because yeah i would almost call this more a possession yeah
1: than yeah it, it is fighting. both of, like a nice blend of like like i said uh night of the demons very like demonic mm-hmm. uh like demonic fighting movie and like a satanist movie but then it's also on top of that like a
0: zo-
1: little blend of zombies right but, uh, yeah, I, I've always liked that how different that is because there's like so many opportunities of different things you can do with that.
4: But can I say that I appreciate that it's remained its own thing? Yeah, that, oh, yeah. That, it that, hasn't that, that, changed yeah, like, the rules like, by it, much. Exactly. Like it's its own thing. People respected that and didn't make, you know, A through Z clones yeah. of, oh, this movie's basically Evil Dead, but there's one stupid little detail yeah. that's different. Yeah. Like I love that. Evil Dead feels unique to itself, and even though it was such a great movie, and there are specific aspects that are used through horror, yeah, no one said, "Hey, let's just rehash this plot over and over and over and over again." Because now, you know, like space, we'll get it in
1: space (laughs) eventually. I don't know. The new one, it uh, takes place
0: at an apartment. Dude, An apartment. so city. excited for the new one. Did yeah. you see the trailer for it? I have not. No. Okay. So uh. yeah, basically the gist of it is instead of being in the woods, you know, in a cabin, like how all the other ones have been, this one takes place in like in an apartment building in a big city. Yeah. Really? So like, so like yeah. they kind of like
1: read it off and now they're stuck in like apartment buildings kind of. I
0: don't know. It looked, it looks good. And it's like a family instead of like a bunch of friends.
2: I can get behind that. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: I think it comes out on my birthday. Uh, I get out. Uh, I get out
2: at five on
0: your birthday. I'll get us with another Tim Allen grunt. Uh, better, there you go. You, better. Get there you, there. go. Get there. you gotta you gotta get a little more like primal with it, a little more guttural. <laughs> uh, you got the right words. You there. got the right words, but I guess not I would I would them say properly. implement. Yeah, uh, like can you uh, do a? There you go. Now, now do it like with that. Yeah,
1: it's it's like a blend of a metal growl, but then you got to get the voice crack. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's still it's still getting it while it gets into the higher pitch. <laughs> you'll you'll get there by the end of the episode. <laughs> by the end of the episode, the perfect. <laughs> We're gonna squeeze like what Matt had to do in three episodes into one right. half. Yeah, and then I'm just gonna play
2: a clip. <laughs> of of hour, grunt. Was that good, guys? <laughs> Doug, we thought you were better than this. <laughs> He's cheating.
4: He's using.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like a certain drug that enhances your ability to do the grunt.
4: I just needed to win <laughs> to infinity and beyond.
1: Oh no! <laughs> there, I think you got it. I think you got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah. So they hop. They chop up uh, Shelly into pieces, and they throw her body outside. I believe they bury
4: her, don't they? they? do. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, they in think it was, like, not a blanket, like a but like a or sheet something. or something. Yeah. like, take her outside, bury her. The really dramatic drop the cross on the ground.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, basically, Scotty's like, well, we kind of get, got to get the fuck out of here. And then he's like, well, we can't leave. You know, we got to take care of the girlfriend. And he's like, well, I'm going to leave.
0: And he's like, that's not my girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> Dude, mine's literally. dead. Yours is still alive, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. Like, <laughs> like I-, I took care of my problem. That was your problem.
4: <laughs> I-, I love that. At no point did he understand the bridge is fucked and they showed up. Oh, I, like, I don't think no. they ever. No, like yes, that. they did. Yes, they oh, did. Oh, did they? So, so, so they talked about the bridge because Ash had said, he's like, look, even if we wanted to get out of here, we can't because oh, yeah, the bridge and he says, is I'm down. I'm sure there's there. a trail. And he, and he, yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, he's like, I'm sure that there's some other way around. There's got to be a different way around. I'm going to deal with
1: this shit. You found the Oregon trail the Oregon trail yeah <laughs> he ran away from dysentery <laughs> but so uh so basically uh ash kind of gets left alone with linda he, he goes to check on her and sees that her leg has grown an infection uh and basically she gets possessed it kind of spreads all the way to her
4: which i thought was a cool effect by isn't the it it looks, lo- it looks
1: i like how yeah. they did it
0: I know how they did it, if you want to hear it, Yeah, this. I do. This we do. This isn't even mm-hmm. part of my trivia. This is just stuff I saw while looking for trivia, and I remember it. Um, so they had to hire another actress who was good at staying still, and she had to stay in the same position for over an hour as they drew it on with marker. And See, that's like what I thought. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Which they do again later in the mm-hmm. movie. But yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. But yeah that's that's good that's cool yeah
1: and it looks cool the way that it looks drawn on her looks cool because it like it looks like it's going through her veins and then spreading yeah and um so uh she she comes up possessed ash falls back uh and scotty basically jumps out of nowhere and he's all beat to hell uh he ends up sitting on the couch and doesn't want to be like keep saying he doesn't want to be left there to die and this whole time, Linda's just sitting in the doorway.
4: I just know. Being like,
1: creepy she's annoying. just sitting
4: there, like, giggling, okay, you know, like, all can possessed. I, can I say... Yes. <laughs> right now, fuck Linda. <laughs> I hated her. It, I thought she yeah, was annoying. I hated yeah. the screeching. I hated the laughing. I don't think she added any substance. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean Ash. Just, Ash felt the same way. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, he's they're he, trying he's to like, help Scott, and shut she's up, just like, Linda. <laughs> "He's like,
1: he's like, I think he's he's like, I think I'm starting to understand what Scott was saying about the whole chop up thing. I think yep. he's like, I'm starting <laughs> to understand it now. Uh, I mean, and that's why I like what they kind of fix in the second one because by the second one they kind of like rewrite a little bit of what, right. what that happens. And uh, yeah, she definitely. It's probably the part of the movie that you don't look forward to when you're watching this is just having to hear her scream just, and yell. Cause it seems like it's a madhouse in this, in this movie.
4: And yeah. a lot of it just like, I feel like I just picked up on, like they had her record a couple different sections
0: and just like replay it. They just kept <laughs> replaying it.
4: And I'm like, mm, no, I mean like if I was playing a video game, I would say, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. you can only do so much. But, I mean, this is a movie with a person right there. They could be doing anything on, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially with the way that Shelly was so coherent. And she was able to tell them, like, you're going to be just like us. It's going to be me locking you up in this cellar. Right. Like, actually adding substance to it. Yeah, yeah. But just now, adding But creepy, yeah. yeah, but Linda's just this Fucking laughing cackling. buffoon. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like
1: where it's meant to sound like crazy and... the. Like, you know, I can see where the intention was to make it sound crazy and scary, but then it just—it's like, okay, this is this is a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, so this basically leads to uh, Linda. I think Ash ends up kind of like sitting Scotty down. Yeah. And then yeah, he's basically had enough. It just smacks the shit out Which, of Linda. Oh
0: my god. These, yeah. And I do love are- the. I
1: love how it's shot too. <laughs> when it's behind Linda, and yeah. it looks like it's another series of footage in front of it yeah. of just uh, ashes just smacking just giving this old fashioned nice these are
0: literally swings. the most powerful slaps i think i've ever seen in film oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it looks straight from the 50s <laughs> yeah, <and> like, like <laughs>
1: domestic violence slap putting right. his
0: whole <laughs> energy
1: soul and Bruce Sissy into, this.
4: into it yeah <laughs> like, his whole processing <laughs> <laughs> that's copyrighted now <laughs> yeah <laughs> write that down write that down <laughs>
1: um so, uh, and yeah, because it gets, it turns in a little bit of the mind trick thing because Ash basically is like, I'm just going to shoot her at this fucking point. And then that's when she decides to switch back to her normal self.
4: Okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because yeah. how I come, mean, how come that didn't happen earlier or how come that hasn't happened more in later
1: of the because, series? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah.
4: I, I love that. I love when it pulls on like the heartstrings of like that protagonist. Like they know they got to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And this evil son of a bitch, you know, just lets go for a second or, you know, just turns into this like person that this, that the protagonist obviously cares about. Right. Like, please don't do this. Please don't. I know you love me. I love you. And then like goes back to like basically just mocking them. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: literally just fucking with
4: Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that that is peak terror. Yeah, to be in that situation where you know it, it's like, like it's
1: attacking his most vulnerable. Ex- like part exactly. Of the, of his ex- yeah. Exactly.
4: Because I mean, a a majority of his character in this movie was built around how much he cared about Linda. And I mean, talk about the um the way that they would like the way they conversated when they were doing like when he was sleeping and like they did mm-hmm. like I love the eye shot. Yeah, I love the shot where you know like they're just like looking at each other then closing each other like closing their eyes and stuff like that. I thought that was cool mm-hmm. that they did that. Right. Cuz it was oh, I liked it.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> the, no, I like I definitely like how that comes back uh later in yeah, the movie too. Exactly,
4: yeah. Um
1: so uh I think that pretty much happens not long after that if I'm if I'm not mistaken.
4: Yeah, it's, it's it's when he finally makes the decision. Cause and he, then- cause
1: he drags her outside. He does. Yes. And
0: I think he, oh my God, which like, yeah, he literally just, he slaps the shit out of her. And then he's like, okay, you're going outside now and just drags her out there and goes back inside. It, like, and just like a dog like, that peed on the car. Yeah. Like, like, like
1: <laughs> there's already a giant you stay that here. busted yeah. through a window. And then there was already another window that got busted in. Like there's like obviously a way for her to get in. Dude, that I guess he just assumed that like at this point nothing
0: was gonna happen. Yeah, he's like, okay, you're outside now. Uh so <laughs> she eventually like comes
1: getting- back in and uh and I believe she stabs Ash. And uh and then I think he thinks Scott's dead at this point. But eventually this ends up with uh Linda also getting impaled and stabbed in the back with the knife. Yeah. Um and I, and I think Ash thinks at this point, all right, I'm going to dismember her now too, aside right. with the axe I'm going to do with the chainsaw. And so he locks her up outside and then he goes, uh, never mind. I'm going to just go to bury her as is. I can't chop her up. And, uh, so at this point he drags her to the, uh, the grave that he hold that he digs for her. And as he's digging that, that's when he does. That's when they have their eye. Down, yeah, they have the, like, eye the thing. reverse. Yeah, yeah. only. Th- yeah, only this time he looks at her, and her eyes are uh, open, or her eyes are closed when he looks at her. Yeah. And uh, eventually, she goes, and uh, I believe he goes through the whole process of digging, burying her, and I think he goes to put his ne- her necklace there.
4: And then she reaches she- up through. Yeah, and <laughs> She then-
1: comes out mm-hmm. and attacks him. This results in him chopping her head off with a shovel. Which must have been a very sharp shovel, or yeah, a really real. a really dull uh, flesh that <laughs> right. she
0: has. She's, the donates well, have very brittle necks. Yeah,
1: I do love that he like beats the shit out of her with a log at that point oh, too. I like he just like starts <laughs> ramming it at her face. Like That's what you gotta do. Yeah, like I, I like I said, I know I'm like kind of like going through action sequences, but there's also like a lot of just little stuff like that that happens. It's just very entertaining, very like slapstick comedy, whether yeah. it's yeah. intentional or not. Because there's like a point where it seems like, oh, that's terrifying. But also if I just take a step back and like, oh, yeah, this is a movie. This is kind of funny.
4: So I think my favorite part of this whole interaction of him, like, you know, he puts her outside and he runs back inside and he shuts the door and it's super dramatic. And then he stops for a second. He's like the back door. And then he runs yeah. to the back door and then closes it. And I'm like, I, I just thought that was funny. I don't think it was supposed to be intentionally funny. Yeah, but it's but, like
1: it's realistic too. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah,
4: like, like he's like, fuck. Yeah, because like, you
1: get so hyped up. Cause like there's I think there's like a thing that goes on that you have to put in perspective in a horror movie that like you would think to do this and do this, but also if you were in the situation you might not think to do that. No. <laughs> or like in the in the state of like the uh the urges, But uh so so Ash does come back into the cabin uh, to be attacked by Cheryl, who uh, escaped the cellar. Uh, Ash eventually shoots her, uh, and then he chases. Uh, she chases after him. He jams her fingers in the door, and then he decides, I think at this point, to travel back
0: down to the basement. Yeah, which I don't remember. Oh, he needed more shotgun shells. Yes, yeah. yes,
1: yes. Uh, so he goes down there, uh, and he finds a pipe that's just leaking blood. <laughs> And just this amazing moment happens where he opens the uh, the pipe, opens up, and just shoots an enormous amount of just blood out of his There's face. There is
0: so much blood at the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, you don't expect it to, and then like Doug said, when it happens, it just, psh, just freaking happens.
0: Um, And
1: then he goes back to go get more shotgun shells, and then uh, a camera reel starts playing. Yeah, and it starts playing some nice old timey like, jazz, like, like and gets, ragtimey
4: type. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and then blood goes over that, and then uh, I think Ash just eventually just makes his way back upstairs. Just a lot of weird, just stuff happens. Yeah, um, so Ash goes back upstairs, uh, only to be attacked by Cheryl again through the boarded up door, uh, and then it does this. Uh, There's one shot that I like in this part. Where uh Ash goes to shoot Cheryl, and like you see it, like the camera on top of the barrel, and then you watch it swing over to where she is, and then it yeah. shoots her. Like, like first
4: person shooter type. Yeah, thing.
1: like <laughs> for that time, that had it been insane to
4: like see that. Like, you know, that the devs making Doom watch yeah. that specific scene. Doom and- was oh, yeah. very inspired by the yeah. Evil Dead movies. Yeah, it, I was exactly, going to say,
1: yeah. it makes a lot of uh I didn't hear anything about that, but it makes a lot of sense because Doom has a lot of demonic stuff. Yep. And I could definitely see the resemblance between that.
0: I remember coming across that in my trivia. Yeah. It
1: actually was <laughs> Chainsaw by shotguns. Oh yeah. It yeah. makes it fits the same energy. Uh so then uh then comes uh Dead Scotty, out of nowhere, decides to show up. I guess he's dead now. Uh to come and attack Ash. Ash jams his thumb into his eye sockets and uh, pulls the dagger uh out of his back, which results in him melting like was Oz style. I'm <laughs> Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. <laughs> yes. Uh being uh being attacked by him and Cheryl, uh Ash ends up throwing the book, uh the book of the dead into the fire. And their bodies do this amazing uh stop uh stop animation of yeah. decomposing. Yes i uh, love that my wife was watching that part and uh i was like i told her i'm like it looks really like gross but it doesn't look like realistic it
0: yeah it almost looks cartoonish but i i liked it yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the
1: thing It's i'm like back then i i can guess the intention was to make it look like a decomposing body but now it's like you can watch it just as like a cool art form yeah. like looking how it's done yeah. And, uh, cause it looks gross. And eventually there's like, a, like hands that come out of like their spines that just basically explode their, like, their, their bodies. Yeah, like,
4: that threw me through a loop. Like, I'm just watching like all these bodies decompose. And then you just see. Yeah. A random demon hand. Yeah. It's like pop out like, <laughs> like it's like, like he grabs a hold of their soul or
1: something and just like, all right, you just pile a goon out. Uh, And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then, uh, still carrying the necklace, uh, in his hand, Ash realizes that it's now daylight, steps outside, and then he sees that a spirit is chasing after his ass, and then the movie
0: ends. I gotta say, that final shot where it like goes from the woods through the cabin, like into Ash. Yeah. So fucking iconic.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, if there was like a shot I had to pick from this movie and being like, that's the movie (laughs) like it's that very end yeah yeah
2: Yeah. because it's like just because the movie's over you know
4: it's not finished like like there's more to come Mm
5: -hmm.
3: yeah
4: and It, it
1: makes you feel like uh what happened was that there was this whole just hellish scenario that happened and you watched it from one start and then like you got somewhat of an ending, but it's still going on, and then you have to like now you have to wait to go back to see the rest of what happened, right? exactly, or yeah. to see more of, like this. You only got like a glimpse of it.
0: Yeah. So usually, now that the rundown's over, uh, I would give my opinion on the movie. But Doug, I want to know what did you think about? Yeah, did you like its it? Is it all
2: right? So, Is it-
4: like, so like I said, still probably in my top ten for horror movies. Um, it's a classic. You can definitely see. The history behind this movie being really enveloped in
2: even, you know, like I said, newer versions of horror. Right. But a point that a lot of people aren't going to like. As
4: much as I love classic movies, I feel like too much time has went by. So practical effects don't have the same punch that they did. Then I feel like that's something that could have scared the absolute shit. Out of people in the '80s because okay, they yeah. didn't see this stuff.
2: Like nowadays, but now, like yeah,
4: yeah, and like I feel like there are certain pieces we talked about the
2: blood. At some point, it just felt overdone. Yeah. Like there wasn't a point. I was no more
4: scared or no more upset. <laughs> with like oh, being he's more super blood. bloody now. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm not an actor in any form. I just know that like that. That would skeeve me out if I, you know, had to be covered in this stuff. And then if something
2: happened and the take went wrong, like...
4: Had to undo all that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I definitely, I, I, I do like this movie a lot. Oh, yeah. I feel that
4: I wouldn't just be out on the street like, you know what movie you have to see? Right, yeah. You have to watch Evil Dead. Because it's going to change your life. No, it's not. But it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. Like, like there's nothing wrong with sitting back. Like you said, Halloween time. You know, it starts getting spooky season. Those are the kind of things I'm yeah, going to throw It, it kind of, like,
1: brings out that atmosphere. That's the thing I feel like this movie holds well uh, through time the most is that atmosphere through it. Yeah. Um, And it's like, it's like, no matter how I've seen And when you don't watch this for a while, you forget, like, wow, Bruce Cable really young in this movie and then oh, like right. all this he other was? stuff yeah, yeah yeah you you do get a feel of like that old classic uh early 80s late 70s like just like horror movie uh energy out of this and like it's like i just want a basic movie where some teenagers going to cabin and shit fucking happens like well this is a good movie <laughs> <laughs> right. this is just a really good movie for that for that uh that taste you're going for
0: hell yeah uh i think my main takeaway from this was so, like I said, I'd only seen this once and seen like the other ones quite a few times, and I did not expect this movie to be as serious as it was. I went into this like, oh, you know, it's gonna be like comedic horror movie, you know, like the other ones, but yeah. no, like
4: this movie definitely took itself a lot more seriously than any of the rest. Yeah, stuff.
0: besides like the reboot, which I'd say, Still, going back and watching this, I was like, damn, that reboot was really in line with the original, mm-hmm. like. You know, not not you know some funny parts here and there, but not like over the top funny. Right, like, like, Evil Dead Two, right? Yeah.
4: Like break the tension, but just long enough to where you can.
0: Yeah, you well, like, buy into it. There were so many things I thought was going to happen that didn't. Like I thought the whole chainsaw arm thing was going to happen in this movie, but no, that's Evil Dead Two. And it is funny when you see that too, because yeah. like
1: when he goes to the part with the chainsaw, you're like, oh, so this is where I, yeah, have, exactly. And you're like, no, not this one.
0: Like we got no groovies or anything from him.
4: No good one-liners. Something that
2: I thought was pretty sweet was that scene with the chainsaw. Right. Mm -hmm. So the chainsaw is pinnacle to his character. Yeah. But no one knew that
4: in 1981. That. This was going to be a huge part of his character,
0: yeah. And so now going back and watching it, you're like, Oh, the chainsaw and exactly, then
4: yeah, like, <laughs> like nothing, like literally nothing. He grabs it to do the one main big thing that you assume would be the root of why he has the chainsaw, right? And he doesn't even do it, yeah. yeah. And chainsaws like, weren't
1: really a huge uh slasher item at this point, uh, not until like Texas Chainsaw. Right, And then aside from that, there really wasn't a whole lot of, like, other movies that were, like, that villainized it. But then you realize, man, a chainsaw's a really fucking brutal weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's a chainsaw <laughs> on it, man. <laughs> yeah. it <They> will cut <laughs> you up. Yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed the movie, even with it being, like, as straightforward as it is, you know? And, uh, yeah, I had I a hell of a time.
4: Hell of a time. Hell of a time.
1: <laughs> you know, and I, uh... I feel like about the time is about where we get into the trivia, and I was like, I, I feel like this is going to be a huge, this is...
0: There was like, so much trivia, I only, I, I pick and
4: choose with yeah, my trivia, usually. I, so. I
1: watched the first 20 minutes, was like, I already know some stuff. I was like, it's been a minute since I watched this, but I was like, I, I already feel like this is a good list of... Uh,
0: and so, I mean, th- there's probably stuff then that I didn't cover, because, yeah, I... I even then, I've still got quite a little bit actually <laughs> um
1: as far as I know at the moment, just for quick things here and there uh and then I'll go ahead and let you go matt uh is I know at the beginning of the movie when they first uh when they're driving
5: mm-hmm.
1: uh and they like honk the horn and like the two guys are winning. oh yeah that it is Sam Raimi, and i believe i
0: forget who the other guy is
4: uh... is it patch Adams?
2: It's Patch Adams. Let me, let me see fun. if it's I have actually his Ram name. Here. It's son of a bitch. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Those movies can get ridiculous too. I've actually, I don't genre. think I've ever seen them. So I, Rob it, Tappert. Rob Tappert. Sorry. Yes.
1: Jason Bourne. I'm glad you stopped us from going into the Jason Bourne tangent. Jason Bourne.
4: <laughs> Wait, yeah, I wasn't was, was, was <laughs> listening. To <gonna> be honest,
0: <laughs>
4: we, we we were about to do a whole separate yeah, episode we're, on Jason Bourne. Just, yeah, we just kept welcome going to Born to Be Born. <laughs> damn,
1: Matt, like we were really going to go off a tangent, and Matt just reeled us back in. Like, so that. anyway, damn, uh, I was really hoping to go down that route. You guys can go Next on your time. Jason Bourne tangent? <laughs> no. No, it won't. Be. <laughs> okay, it's not the same.
0: Different
4: show. Yeah, I'm making it right now. <laughs> Can
0: I produce it? I want to call it "Born to Be Wild."
2: <laughs> not "Born to Be Born." No. Okay, "Born to wild Be Wild." To be born. The born identity.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> <But> yes, born <laughs> Damien. <laughs> born Damien. The born dead. Okay. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> That's not that good. happens to people. <laughs> <is not> good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how the hell do you get born
0: dead? <laughs> like you, That's like a scary movie, <laughs> movie. Yeah. But he's like, how do you wake up dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll go into my little trivia section here. Um, so while filming this movie, uh, the cabin that they filmed it in was actually used as lodging for the 13 crew members. Uh, several of them slept in the same room and, the living conditions were terrible, and they would all argue frequently. Uh, the cabin didn't have plumbing, so the actors would go days without showering, and e- and frequently fell ill in the freezing weather. And uh, by the end of production, they were burning the furniture in the cabin to stay warm. Oh wow! Hey, <laughs> yeah. talk about method acting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should have
1: burned a pentagram and be like, "Yeah, we'll throw this in the movie."
0: Right. So, um, in the original script for the movie. Uh, when they're first listening to the tape, they were initially supposed to be smoking marijuana, like in the cabin, like on film. And so the actors decided to try it for real. And so they shot a film while smoking pot and, uh, the the entire scene had to later be reshot due to their, due to their uncontrollable behavior.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I imagine they just like had a bad trip and just yeah, like, like, like
4: apparently like they were just out of like, control like, like, like trying to well, like i Some, imagine someone brought peyote instead and they just, were like, like
1: oh we're just gonna chill like no we're not we're gonna listen to a really demonic sounding tape and it's like well that's not a good time
0: <laughs> right. so um in the credits there's a lot of people listed as fake shimp which is a three stooges reference yeah uh, because after principal photography was filmed Uh, Most of the actors had to leave the production. And so any like reshots they had to do, uh, they would feature either Bruce Campbell or other various stand-ins replacing the other actors. Okay. So like a lot of the time it was like Ted Raimi, Sam Raimi's brother. Yeah. And they just like shoot them from the back. Okay. So any shots like that, it's not the same actor usually.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've heard about some movies doing that like before too, where like they were like, oh, yeah, in this shot, this was somebody else using this hand gesture or something. Um, wasn't there a person in cabin fever that was captured? called
0: fake shrimp, fake shemp. Shemp.
1: I can't say it. Oh, you tell me a real shrimp fry this, (laughs) right? It was a really big shrimp. That's uh, one of my Drake and Josh heads out there. (laughs) (laughs) No, it does. Uh, do you think that was probably that's just a filming term of what that means? Like they just fill in for shots. I think it is
0: now, but I think back then he was probably just doing it because he liked Three Stooges, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: So I wonder if that's what Eli Roth was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Captain like Fever.
0: Eli Roth did that in Cabin Fever. Exactly. Yeah. He credited some people as fake Shemp.
1: Yeah. With a real Shemp, please stand up.
0: <laughs> so um, the title of this film was originally The Book of the Dead, but the producer changed the title uh, for fear that kids would be turned off from wanting to see a movie with a literary reference. They are like, kids don't want to read Yeah, they, they don't want to watch, watch movies about books. <laughs> dead night in the sky. <laughs> I
1: can go twice as high. Take a book. Oh no! It's, uh, real, it it's, up. it's really, it's really bad. And the Necronomicon, evil dead. <laughs> I can kill anything with my dagger. What? <laughs> I'm used to the DMX remix of that song.
0: <laughs> so, um, we talked earlier about like the POV shots that I really liked. And you talked about how uh, Sam Raimi had this thing where he would mount cameras to, like, pieces of wood. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's actually how they shot those, too. Yes, yeah. they would mount it to a 2 by 4 and Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell would run while holding them.
1: <laughs> I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos uh, about, like, special effects. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, just how, like, makeup effects and then, like, camera angles. Or just how to do just random stuff. And uh, there was a video that they posted about how they got that... Uh, t- they, they said it was uh, that Sam Raimi look was like that, that uh, right. Steadicam kind of style. Too. Nice.
0: So um, in the top half of the episode, I mentioned that this movie was filmed in Michigan.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I was not entirely correct. I was going to say, I think only partly of just a yeah. certain
1: one was or like it took place or something like that.
0: So most of the film was shot in Tennessee uh, because. Uh, <laughs> hold on. So the reason they moved the production to Tennessee was to avoid the harsh winter shooting conditions here in Michigan.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. I was
1: going to say if they had to burn the furniture by the end of it in Tennessee, I was like, it's not really a cold.
0: Yeah. Because (laughs) in an ironic twist, the winter of 1979 to 1980 ended up being one of the mildest in Michigan's history. Oh, wow! and one of the most brutally cold in Tennessee. Wow. That's
1: interesting.
0: (laughs) But, um, yeah, so they shot most of the cabin footage in Tennessee, but then, like, anything in the cellar was back in Michigan. Oh. Okay. And, like, a lot of the outside shots were. Injured. I knew
1: there was, a, there was a Michigan feel to those cellars. <laughs>
4: right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, um, let me see. I think I have this here.
2: That's where we should have recorded. It was yeah, down it was in his, was in his cellar. cellar. Yeah, could have went down to his
1: cellar. Oh, shit. You don't have a tape. Or a book of the dead down there, do you,
2: Matt? I do. Just a giant skull dagger? <laughs> it's just, you, that,
1: can you imagine going to someone's basement? That's my skull dagger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, the reason they had to film the cellar shots in Michigan was because the cabin they rented to film this in didn't have a cellar. So they literally cut a door in the floor and then dug a hole. And put stairs in there, just so it looked like it. had. Yeah, for those like, shots wow. where they're like opening it up and stuff, or like. Yeah.
4: And then a trip all the way back to Michigan
2: to actually shoot to in a to cellar. be in the south. Yeah. yeah, when they could have done it already.
4: Right, right. Uh,
0: dear. Let me see what else I got. This is a part of the show where I edit it down a lot because I'm scrolling through my shit. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> The film was initially released in the United States with an X rating. I don't know if you knew that, but.
4: I mean, it makes sense because back then, you know, this was on a whole different.
1: Level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to imagine there was a lot of like parents that were against Satanism in this. In this I was like thinking. These I think about that a lot when I watch this movie. I'm like, wow, this is really going towards that territory.
2: Th- yeah.
4: Th- these were the same parents that crucified anyone who played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah or um, just metal music or metal yeah. in general yeah so it was a so you I could definitely see it getting a much harsher rating
0: yeah so but like it, X is in it like the worst rating you know like that's what like porn is rated basically basic, yeah basically yeah. Yeah, um, yeah
1: that's like past NC-17 yeah. Yeah, yeah because
0: in 1994 13 years after the movie came out they revised it and brought it down to an NC-17
1: wow yeah, yeah.
0: which is still kind of crazy to me because like I've seen so many rated R movies. I would say are much worse than this.
1: What about at the time?
0: At the time, probably
1: not. Um, Because that is a crazy thing. Uh, I remember my brother kind of like hyping this movie up a little bit towards me. He was like, oh, yeah, it's the Evil Dead or whatever. Like it's going to be on TV uh, like at one point when we were kids. And uh, I never thought about how like how late that's been still like kind of rated that way. And uh, but I'm also trying to imagine like a mom of the 80s. Imagine taking your mom like back then to go see a movie, and it's like, yeah, this woman's gonna get raped by a, uh, like a tree <laughs> right? branch. Like I feel like that that might have been like the hardest part for them to make. Probably, to do that.
0: honestly, that could be the main reason it has that because right? the
1: gore uh, a little bit, not too crazy. Maybe the whole decomposing part. People just, which like we said, kind of seems a little goofy now. With, like, with right. t- especially today's standards. But yeah, that's the only thing I could think that maybe really pushed that out. Yeah, that's a good
0: point. Uh, um, so, something you sort of mentioned earlier, and I'm sure both of you already know this trivia, is uh, Ash's car. Oh, yeah. Which is, of course, the 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88 holiday sedan, which was Sam Raimi's personal car. And uh, ever since this movie, he has put one in every single movie he's ever made, including his Western film
1: yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> that's always cool when they do that too. yeah yeah i think uh i'm trying to think of like other directors have thrown in kind of tropes like that for their movies but i can't think of the only like
0: of. similar thing i can think of is the pizza planet truck from yep. my the the like, toy Story. Yeah. yeah i do
1: like that it's sam raimi's truck <laughs> in, in the <laughs> right. universe we were we did relate cars so that's maybe true maybe
0: but yeah, like even. Is there uh, a Sam Raimi car? The
1: oh, shit.
0: No. But like like, uh, he did Multiverse of Madness, the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. There's one in there. Yep. Yeah. Like, he literally just throws in every single one of his movies. I
4: just imagine, like, he's <laughs> writing out a movie, and then he's like, hold on a second. And then he goes and gets up, goes to his garage. He's like, did I fucking forget <laughs> to write that in there? <laughs> like, did <laughs> I forget somewhere in this movie to
1: write that in?
0: So, uh, the contact lenses that the actors used for their possessed look could only be worn for 15 minutes at a time for a maximum of five times a day, because they were basically like plastic that they were putting on their eyes. Ooh.
4: Yeah.
1: Like, that. I don't wear glasses or contacts, but I can't imagine, like, normal contacts, how much, like, just wearing after See, a while.
4: I've, I've only ever heard horror <laughs> stories about practical effects, and that's why... I'm not against them. I think they're cool. Right. But they just skeeve me out because it's stuff like that. Yeah.
0: And like, uh, I know when Linda, I want to say it was, is attacking Ash with like a knife. She could not see. And so Ash basically had to like trust that she wasn't going to actually stab, stab him. Yeah. yeah.
4: Cause I mean, God. that was, you know, that, that was back before they had like retractable blade knives. Yeah. Where like, you could like stab him without hurting him yeah so
2: so yeah. putting sounds a lot awful. of trust in there <laughs> sounds awfully evil <laughs> so i going uh <laughs>
0: my last little bit here is bruce campbell claimed that the final shot in this film where Ash is attacked by the surviving demon was achieved by mounting a camera on a tripod and then mounting that tripod on a motorcycle driving it through the forest through the cabin and straight into him uh, he claimed to have broken a couple ribs because of this shot.
1: But now it's the most iconic it, shot. Like, of like series, I said, yeah. it was a
0: very iconic shot, but yeah. he, he broke some ribs he for, that.
4: for that shot.
0: Literally got ran into by a motorcycle with a camera on it. That's dedication.
4: That is dedication.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they said, hey, you want to do a second one? <laughs> <laughs> I <don't fucking laughs> guess so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, that's, that's the end of my little trivia the segment there. Show. Doug, sing us a trivia song.
4: Trivia song. Yeah, we're going to learn some stuff about those movies. Mm-hmm. And we're going to relate it to stuff out there.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I loved it. We're going to use that on the next episode. Where we're going to <laughs> Now give us that Tim Allen. Oh, no,
3: Tim I Allen. The, Allen grunt. <laughs> oh. Okay. Get there.
1: Get there. Get, in there. Go get deeper, deeper. You'll get one more shot at the end of this.
0: Okay. <laughs> and, uh. But yeah, uh, the
1: only thing I could add is, you know, obviously this movie has led to a whole series of stuff between uh, a long trilogy and then eventually a remake games throughout the years. I know there's been like PS1, PS2 games. Right. Uh,
4: I was thinking about how this could make a really fun game. And then I looked up, saw that they were games. Like, Man, yeah. that's something I'd like to check out.
1: Um, I know there's a PS One one that was kind of like a Resident Evil knockoff, and I heard it was kind of not the best. But the, I, this, I could the, see this, it the, as
4: one too. This is so Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I talked about toward the beginning that, um, like what happened. Oh yeah, because that that seven, because even yeah. that's like a
1: lot. Like the first one when it's yeah. just going into like a mansion and the yeah in you
4: know, yeah. Water. And and I mean, I honestly think that it could be a really, really fun story game yeah. where all you have to do is focus on yourself. I mean, everyone else turns into a demon. Yeah. So you just have to survive. Yeah. <laughs> Basic.
1: Yeah. And then go through like doing this, going through this part and then this part. Yeah. I could definitely see that as like a step by step, like through story progression. Yep. um with some of the games on the ps2 there was like two or three on the playstation 2 uh i only remember fistful of boomstick which was actually really fun if you guys ever have a chance to play uh it's kind of like a, a hack and slash beat 'em up kind of you kind of have like a you have the chainsaw as one button and then you have like your shotgun as the other button and then you have like a little miniature dead that helps you out
0: uh <laughs> yeah. it's
1: kind of funny and then I think they just made a new one that's kinda like uh Dead by Daylight. Did they? Yeah, it's kind of just a standalone Evil Dead game. It's oh. kinda, it's kinda more like the Friday the thirteenth game.
4: Okay, yeah. Where
1: it's like uh one person plays as, plays as yeah, as the Deadeye and then other people are the survivors in the cabin.
4: Nice. That um, could be that could be a really fun, like multiplayer, you know, like team-based Yeah. You guys your dead eight versus Your survivors. Oh, yeah.
1: And then just having your friends just be completely pissed at. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
2: And then one personal interaction
1: that I've had with this movie series, uh, I went to a convention one time and actually got to see a prop of parts of the cabin from the second movie.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. It was like,
1: I was just at a convention and I was walking around with my wife and then it was just like this front frame of like this door and we just didn't know what it was. And I had a sign saying from... Original set of Evil Dead too, and I was like, "Oh no, shit!" I was yeah. like, "Just just sitting there, just nobody guarding it. No, no velvet. Like, rope. dude, I could
0: take this door. Yeah, yeah right and just <laughs> take this
1: in my back truck, and I could tell everybody, and they could just not believe me. They just they <laughs> think it's just garbage. Well, that's yeah. why you he, steal a sign too. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. get the sign. Yeah, you put the sign on anything, and just
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, on this door. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. It's just the uh, uh, what are the what are those those uh." Certificates of authentication oh, or whatever, yeah. just put it on
4: random stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hell yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty in depth discussion discussion of the movie. There, it was a good discussion. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I can't talk today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now is the talk.
4: Oh my god,
0: <laughs> now the talking of the discussions. <laughs> now, now's the time of the show. We're gonna dive back into the song here. So, Doug, did you, you had a chance to listen to the song, right?
4: Immediately after the movie. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. This was your first time with the song? Not Probably my, not. Not my first time with the song because I was really big into, um, I believe there's two albums now,
2: right? Oh, yeah. Two Silver Screams, yeah, yeah. Which This is on the second yeah,
4: one. Yeah, yeah. So, again, my music taste has changed quite a bit. You would have asked me, you know, 10 years ago. I would have been on top of that shit and I would have been listening to it nonstop. I did listen to it. I did like it, but yeah, like it's not my first time listening to it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you did like the song though. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, as I discussed, this is my least favorite song on the album. I agree. Yeah.
4: Like, like, I, like, I, like I see where you're getting at. I like the song.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like, dislike yeah. it or
4: anything, but yeah.
0: Um, how did you feel it watching it right after the movie? how did you feel it captured the spirit of it? Did you think it did an okay job or?
4: So I put myself in the position of, I'm going to forget the last 90 minutes of my life watching this movie. Oh yeah. I can
1: imagine what it was like. Oh yeah. Just so fresh in your mind. So, yeah. so,
4: so what I wish I would have done and what I would recommend you do is
2: listen to the song first and then watch the movie because I, I'd agree. So, I wish I would have done that. But, I
4: ended up listening to the song afterward. I had to kind of put myself in the headspace of, alright, I haven't seen this movie, or I haven't seen this movie in a long time. What am I going
2: to get out of this? And I listened to the song, and I think that, unfortunately, the song definitely overhypes the movie. I think it, <laughs> what's funny is that when I
1: first heard it, my brain went to a lot more of Evil Dead 2. Yeah, yeah. I I
4: agree with that. And then when too. I watched
1: one, I was like, okay, this is a different tone
0: than what so, the, kind of the song has.
4: What I got from the song was Evil Dead as a franchise.
0: Yes, which that's pretty much what they did with their song about Child's Play, too. Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah. It's not about Child's Play. It's not about the like yeah. the movie, it's about the the franchise, right. the group. And and that's fine. But if I were looking for a song that was going to specifically give me the story behind
2: that one movie, I think it'd be difficult to do.
4: Yeah. Right.
2: Um, But listening to it, I just, I would have listened, like, I would have listened to the song. I would have been like, hey, you know, this this movie sounds pretty sweet. I'm excited (laughs) to watch it. And then watching the movie, not that it's bad in any way, I'd just be like, oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) There's that <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough i get that <laughs> yeah yeah
0: uh awesome what, what are you thinking
1: um i personally uh i do like that i've had some time to kind of relist of the song a couple times uh yeah it's one that it's like you kind of get the gist of it about what it is basically what it is by by the time you hear the chorus so you're like okay we're just gonna we, we got a gist of what this is Um, I do like kind of what leads up to the breakdown a little bit of the Mm -hmm. song where it's kind of just like, uh, I believe it's like, it leads up to like the swallow this and then it has like the shotgun, like sound of it. Like, I think that's like really badass. Uh, but yeah, this, the song, like we've said, it kind of has like a waltz to it to where I feel like I've heard it and like a bunch of other songs beforehand. Um, so it's definitely not high up on my list, but it's, um, I don't think the very, I don't think the very bottom just for me.
0: Okay. Well, we can get into that because, so the way this has been working is Austin's been making a list of the songs, which songs he likes the best. I've been keeping a list of the movies and which movies I like the best. Okay. And then together we've been making a list of which songs best capture the movie.
4: Gotcha. Yeah. I'm excited to actually listen to this list. Oh yeah. Overall, like, like like are you gonna go over the list? Yeah. Oh yeah, so, like if yeah. you want to okay. go through
0: do you have a spot for it in
4: your list? Yeah, okay. so
1: uh for my likeliness order, um uh you know what I would Yes, so uh for my order, still pretty much the same. Uh I have funeral derangements as number one, uh rash decisions, uh the box, shower scene, rainy day, take your pick. Hip to be scared, uh fly, and then I think right after fly I would probably put this on there, and then Worst of Vacation, uh Welcome to Horrorwood, and a song Batteries. Okay. Um I think this song I I listen to the other songs like uh, that are below it, and I think I might like it. I would might like it more than this song, but there's just something about it. I think it seems kind of fun. This seems like a fun song that would maybe be at a show. Like I would probably like oh, to go I'm, see. Oh, I'm this sure it live. probably is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would. I would definitely enjoy watching it more live than than listening it into like a car or, or just leisurely. Right.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I can go through my my list of movies here. So. From top to bottom, uh favorite to least favorite. Child's play is still at number one. However, Evil Dead coming in at number two. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh below that I've got Resident Evil, American Psycho, The Fly, Hostel, Cabin Fever, Hellraiser, Pet Cemetery, My Bloody Valentine, and Psycho. So yeah, this one coming in, coming in hot at number two here. <laughs>
1: wow yeah okay things do move around i do like that that's what makes it very fun is that right. like especially for like i said about music is that uh as we've been going down it's kind of taken some time so when i've listen to songs i might not like it as much after somebody listens to as i do with other songs that i know
0: no, I've, I've definitely moved a couple yeah. of movies around yeah throughout, yeah i've noticed throughout the episodes that. uh just because i mean the more you sit with them you know the more you think about it and you're like yeah. Hey like right. this one more
1: well then especially with like like we had different so- songs with different tones to mm-hmm. them too. like yeah. one's more comical one's heavier one's just catchier. and then with the movies the same thing too this one was scarier but this one had better uh i had a better script but this one was gorier and it was like uh maybe more fun so it's, it's definitely cool to like compare that like like with this one it's like you could like this for more of its scare than another movie had Right. But, uh, yeah, that's what I like about that.
0: Okay. So, with our list of which songs best capture the movies, uh, the way they are right now is from top to bottom, we have Hip to Be Scared, "Worst Vacation, Assault and Batteries, Rainy Day, Funeral Arrangements, The Shower Scene, Take Your Pick, The Box, A Rash Decision, and Fly. Um, Doug, just, you don't even have to give me a certain spot, just where are you thinking? Like, towards the top, bottom, or middle? For this. Like if you if you had to put it in a spot.
1: I and I guess what would we say? The specific Evil Dead one?
0: I we can go as a franchise because that's what we did with like child's play and stuff. Yeah, we
4: did do that with Child's play, yeah. Evil Dead as a franchise. Yeah,
0: yeah, not just the movie.
4: I would definitely say that it's in like that top five spot. Okay. For sure. Just because I mean it's it's a great franchise. Um Huge following, even still to this day, they're continually making new content, and it seems to be something that's really captivated a lot of people. Um, and again, like I mentioned before, just the references that you continue to find everywhere—not even just in horror, yeah, just everywhere. Just, just that, like, like a huge
1: cultural impact, like it, this has, yeah, exactly.
4: Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that and that always speaks to me. If there's a large cultural impact that something can have that's uh, I just think that's cool
0: yeah okay but like going like song-wise like (coughs) how well you think it did capturing the movie is
4: capturing the movie yeah
0: I feel like capturing the franchise you know like so not just the singular movie but like
4: I think that it did a pretty good job for someone who is what I imagine if I'm listening to the song is it's mid-october you're just hanging out, talking with your buddies about some movies, and now I'm going to tell you about how hype I am, super excited to watch Evil Dead, in general. Right. And I think that they do a really good job at that. Like, listening to the song, it feels like like you can feel their nostalgia. You can feel yeah. that they do. Oh, yeah, they, they do... definitely have love for these movies. Yeah. And, and My voice is cracked and that and that definitely (laughs) it's it's huge that that they not only are making this because they know that it they have a demographic that likes this but because they themselves care about so much all of this yeah yeah. so and and honestly like even if i don't even if these aren't some of my favorite songs on the planet i still love the concept of these two albums in general 100 just oh yeah. yeah just because of that like if oh, like, I can think, uh, like, if I can make a whole album on my favorite video games growing up and just have it be, you know, so heartfelt and so nostalgic and, like, people genuinely understand my image, that would be sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It's like
1: it's like a sharing love and then being able to, like, put it down in not only words but also in music. Like Exactly,
2: caption, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah
0: uh awesome what are you feeling
1: um i am feeling i you know it really does capture the series pretty well um like it has uh like what doug was saying like that excitement there mm-hmm. is like the song does have like a uppity feel good excitement and like it does really feel good for the halloween time because i could feel it like Oh, yeah, this would be
0: like a Halloween party. I, yeah, I can yeah. feel
1: like it's like a party. Like there's some skeletons dancing, you know, some like spooky, <laughs> scary yeah. skeletons about like we're
0: about it. sounds.
1: it feels like we're about to summon something and we're about to have a really great time and like or, or it's like it's welcoming you into the Evil Dead like series. Um, But like lyrically, uh, I think there's a, quite a bit of lyrics that kind of go in hand. Right. But I feel like maybe not as much as some other songs we've listened to.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Um.
1: I do, like I said, when it when it goes to, like, the part that says, uh, like, swallow this, uh, and it just, like, the way that it suddenly happens gives me the energy of, like, uh, a lot of the action sequences that right. kind of happen, where it's just, like, a quick switch, and then, like, a badass moment happens, and just, boom, it happens. Uh, there's a part in, like, Army of Darkness that kind of particular... Uh, specifically reminds me of that part of when Ash is like shooting I think the she bitch with like the double barrel shotgun. It's like that's what it kind of reminds me of. Um but I maybe would put this somewhere in the middle, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm thinking if I had to throw out a first suggestion, maybe below shower scene but above take your pick.
0: That is actually exactly what I was thinking too. Like you know, like not the bottom, but right, definitely sort of like in the middle. Yeah,
1: there. somewhere yeah. in the middle. Yeah, for sure. Um, cause I could even also see maybe somewhat above shower scene. Okay. But, uh, it's like I said, about that maybe same level.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so what do you want to do here? Doug, Doug, you choose. Is this, go- is this going above or below shower
4: scene? I'm gonna say below. Okay. So I, I like shower scene. So.
1: Okay, his answer is only legit based on his last Tim Allen girl.
0: Yes, if you if you <laughs>
2: nail this last
0: Tim Allen girl.
4: Otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> then we have to do the whole episode
0: again.
3: <laughs> it's okay, take your time.
4: Huh? <laughs>
2: No, I feel like I lost it. It's still there. It's it's, it's like, let the, Oh, okay. Well, there, there you go. go. Redemption. Yeah, there, there you we go. go. There you yeah.
0: go.
1: All right. right it counts. <laughs> Doug put in the final word.
0: What was that? It was above shower scene? <laughs> <laughs> no, below. <laughs> below. So, Ex so yep. Mortis is now in seventh place. So, this is the time of the show where, with no hints or anything, Austin tries to figure out what the next movie is going to be based on. But before we do that, Doug, do you know what the last song? Because this is the last oh. song we're covering next. Oh. so this is your last shot this season. Oh, some bitch. Doug, do you know? Do you know what the final song
2: is? Off the top of my head, no. Okay, then do you also want to throw out a guess? You know what? I will. Okay, I'll, will.
0: I'll let Austin guess first, first. Yep. But then you can also throw out a guess. Okay,
2: yeah. And well. if you if you're
0: correct with no hints. You will take Austin's place next season. <laughs> I'm going to the shadow realm.
4: <laughs> no, but I, don't know, I th- thought it might be fun. Yeah, to get yeah, that, shot to you. yeah. for sure. I'm down.
0: So Austin, what do you think? I know you don't have your usual stack of movies to Yeah, guess I off really of don't. I don't have my library. You'd be like, me. um, is it a bass guitar? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> goal member.
1: <laughs> is it Wayne's world too? It is. Um Which I, is a
0: movie I watched for the first time at Doug's House?
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's a great hint. I'm going to have to go Wayne's World. No. Um
0: uh, <laughs> we're going to do Wayne's <laughs> World. Last movie recovering this season. What do you what do you think they're throwing out at the end?
1: Throwing out at the end. You got to do a big bang. And how you end a big bang with an album? You throw a big bang. What's a movie that has a great big bang? Uh I, I I don't want to guess. See, I feel like I'm good. it's going to be one I've already guessed. Just that a bad
0: I maybe. actually don't know if it is. So there's a little hint for you.
4: And we can't get the name of it then. What? Because the name would probably just give yeah, it away. Yeah, no, no. I'm not giving the name of the song. But
1: uh, I'm just going to shoot a <laughs> random one out there just because I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I guess we might just keep it old. Uh, maybe just last us on the left.
0: Okay. Doug, you got any ideas? Mm.
1: It's big brain time, Doug.
0: I'm trying to think what is it Jimmy Neutron says
4: like got a brain
1: blast or something. Brain blast,
4: <laughs> you got a brain
1: blast. <laughs> oh man. So have got a brain blast. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs>
4: oh man, I'm trying to think of another like like what seems cuz I mean, I feel like they definitely have like picked and chose like a specific genre of horror. I mean, I will say, I think they kind of go all over the place. Yeah, because
1: I never know when to go old school or, like, modern. Because I also decided to go modern with Final Destination. Luckily, like, Hostel was, like, somewhat of, like, that same era. But I was still wrong.
4: I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, I guess, like, Paranormal Activity. Just as, like, a series. Like, I think that would be.
0: All right, well. I guess you're going to have to tune in on the next episode and find out if Austin or Doug are correct. And if neither of us are, we'll throw a mat out. <laughs> oh, and then we're going to continue no, the show. No, at my
5: house. <laughs>
0: right here. <N-R-K>! And <laughs> <laughs> So the way we usually end the show nowadays is uh, Austin will give a horror quote. And then I'll give an Ice Nine Kills quote to match it. However, I want to take a step back here. Because for the first three episodes of the show, you want to know how
2: we ended it? Oh, yeah. Any guesses, Doug? I'm gonna guess just like Sopranos End of it. No Oh no, this isn't
0: super normal. (laughs) (laughs) No, we would end each show with a Tim Allen grunt. That gotcha. was how
1: Matt started
0: Because we thought
1: maybe <laughs> they like, would like take a, a whole series. Like a group grunt? No, it was how well Matt could do yeah, it. Yeah, I would yeah. just sort
0: of do one at the end. But he oh. got yeah. so good by, what,
1: was the third or fourth episode? Yeah, we
0: had to switch it up because I mastered it. Um, <laughs> here's what I'm thinking, though. I like where your head's at. Yeah. I think we should do a countdown and I'll give a Tim Allen grunt at the same time. Just the cross the beams yep. cross, you gotta the, cross streams. the streams, man. All right. So, uh, Doug, do you want to do the honors and count us down from three and then we'll all give, we'll it, I'll give it a grunt?
4: Yes, absolutely. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, three. Beans,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what <laughs> that one I don't mean to let that one out.
4: Three, two, one. One. <laughs> one. <laughs>
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. This podcast has been brought to you by Very Fair Productions. That's very fair.